What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sierra Leone has some of the world's highest maternal mortality rates. One nurse, Zainab, has not lost a single mother. This Mother's Day, join CARE in supporting maternal health around the world. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N O R E. He's a Miami hip hop pioneer. One of his DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast, and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. It's diversification. That's what we and learned so, from the Let beginning. me also big up to my brother Two-Tone in the house. Right, Two-Tone. Okay. Chapter Diversification. Diversification. Let's... Yo, that's Black Rob. Hey, listen, man. Listen, 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 listen. listen. Let, let, no, diversification. You know what I'm saying? Shout exactly. out. Shout diversification. Out to, yeah, let's go there. Continue. So, when you diversify... Your equity splits, when you diversify your portfolio, when you diversify your focus and attention, then you mm. diversify your zip code, you diversify mm. your bank statement, you diversify everything. You mm. can diversify the way that you portray and look at yourself in the mirror because mm. now you're growing into all these different areas. No doubt. A lot of people stay stuck in this one lane because mm. it's a good lane. Right. You can't keep going to that well. That well won't run dry. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now you look at, let's be clear, you had cats in the street. Owning teams at the Rucker. Yeah. Those same cats now own teams in the NBA. Yeah. They diversify. Yeah. You have cats that invested in their waters. You have cats that invested in buildings. You know what I'm saying? I think one of my favorite lines in the, in the world from Jay on some humble shit, not on a great verse, when he said, how do I feel? 
Dumbo. Dumbo. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could have like, a house of Dumbo yeah. for like two million. Like, yeah, that's just, and I was worth 20. Yeah. Dumbo. 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 You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. diversify everything. Yeah. Like, let's be clear. Everybody likes a wraith. Everybody likes a phantom. Everybody yeah. likes a ghost. Man, I'd rather drive down a Cadillac. Mm. Why? He's going to get me to the same place. Yo, James, you have a wraith. Stop. Yeah. Well, I had one. Okay. I had one. Okay. You definitely <laughs> pulled up in a the new range over as well. <laughs> well, no, that, okay. I, no, shout out to Two-Tone. That's Two-Tone's joint. All right, big up Diversification. Diversification. Two-Tone one niggas to go get money because he's getting a lot of money. And I, and I was wrong. Shout, you know, I called it Orca. The car's name is Shamu. The car has its own name, okay? It's a Shamu. <laughs> What's Orca, though? What is Orca? It's though? a black and white car. He calls like it Shamu. Like the Orca whale. And I call it Orca. The Orca oh, Shamu the whale. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. All right, there we go. Bust that. Bust that. that. But no, but diver- back to diversification. It's so important that we do that. And it's so important that we teach others to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody gets their $100,000 advance. What do they do? They go buy a watch and a chain. After you paid your taxes, what you got left? Nothing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. how many times do we have to go tell these youngins, these independent artists, yo, don't go buy that chain. Don't uh-huh. go buy that watch. Invest in something. Put your money in a mutual fund. Put your money in something that's going to make money for you while you're sleeping. Mm. You know what I mean? Because we didn't have that type of direction when we mm. were coming up. Mm. No, we did. Eric was in Isaac Jewelry, buying that chain, trying to get that cross because that's what we presented ourselves as. Right. That that showed how much money we had. Mm. You don't need to anymore. No doubt. It's about doing the things that will give you generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Do things that will give wealth to your children and your children's children. Because we're living in an environment where financially, where financially, what is our future hope for? Because let's be real to everybody listening. Y'all ain't going to feel the pain of this pandemic for another two years. Uh-huh. When the stock market, after this election... But you must agree. It seems like you don't have any broke friends anymore. Yes, I do. Yes, you I got do. broke friends? I have, I, you know what? I have friends that are broke. I have friends that are rich. But you know what I have? I have friends that are happy. Yeah, what, I know is, broke? what is broke? I know man? billionaires no, that, that are miserable. I know broke people that are happy with peace of mind. Right. I haven't met a broke friend in a minute right now. <laughs> like, listen... Everybody, so what's I your know. criteria? Money is money being broke? Yeah, is spirituality being broke? No, 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 I'm not talking about that. Let's not get so, deep. Let's just keep it simplistic. No, 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 let's keep it simplistic. I'm just saying, like, when I go out, like, usually people, when the bill come, people be like, <laughs> like, they the bill coming right now, they're like, yo, y'all, let me get that. Right? I'm like, yo, you my friend. Is that the same person you lent the 500 dollars to? No, okay, there's more, yeah. But it's yeah, the no, same type. Changing no, your environment. You definitely acquired different friends. No, 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 no. I'm saying the economy friends. right now. You, 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 oh, you mean the economy right, right, right now? now. Nah, it's, it's Everybody a, nah. got money, bro. Nah. Stimulus packages? No, nah, I don't know. Stimulus packages? I don't know. I'm asking. No, that extra $600 a month for some people is good. Some people is up. I don't know if they bought cocaine. Yeah. I don't know. They're not diversifying. That's what they're not doing. Like, listen, listen, I went to, to dinner, like, in, in the last eight nights I went to dinner, I only paid for one. That What's is... But who are you surrounding yourself with? Mr. Lee doesn't pay for dinner. I don't know why. Mr. Lee, I put him on a... Hey, hey, put him on hey, blast hey, on the text, right? I'll pay Sardellis. I'll pay Sardellis. You pay Sardellis? We barely speak Dominican from you, especially with the mask on. Yeah, right yeah. Now. You can't speak Dominican <laughs> with the mask. You got to keep it. I think this pandemic is allowing a lot of people to realize that they need to invest in themselves. Oh, and they're spending oh, less. Oh, Absolutely. I oh, think this no. pandemic is helping us, a lot of us realize that we can't depend on these corporations, these motherfuckers right. that will cut you when they, and they need to keep their bottom dollar intact. Right. 
So because right now, I don't see love and hip hop. What is going on? After Atlanta, after Atlanta, what a segue! I know. I mean, damn, we just gotta go back to that. <laughs> me personally, I want y'all to risk your life. Right. Like, I mean, come you on. know, so like, yo, keep up. now so, that would be interesting. Right. Yeah. Keep I mean, your shit going, bro. I would just. I mean, there's you know the. And by the way, Atlanta's wide the fuck open. I went to Atlanta. Well, I said, Georgia we go. is Georgia. Listen, no, no, no. No, it's Georgia Atlanta, as a state. As the I state. went to Atlanta. They full flesh clubbing it. They, they are. Like indoor um, pool parties with full like, flesh clubbing it. Yeah. Yo, I'm with the pandemic, you know, the Love and Hip Hop crews are big. We have yeah. big crews. We deal with a lot no, of people yeah. that are on set, and we, we have to maintain safety. And, and VH1 wanted to maintain that first. Yeah. Um, you know, you so, know who's my friend? Uh, do I like? Not, not my friend. Um, I never met her. So, um, <laughs> um, my friend, and, I know no. Like in my mind, like my friend. <laughs> um, um, in, in Love and Hip Hop Miami, what's her name? Mama Suka? Um, Amara? No, 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 I know Amara. Um, the one, she's like crazy. She's she's like mad. Not the one that was on our show. No, she's with not Trick. on our show. She's... Sukiyana. yeah. Sukiyana. I like, she, she, she ratchet as fuck. It's like, ah, oh, I like that right. shit. You like yeah. the train wreck? Huh? You, you like, like the train wreck? What? You like the train wreck? Train? Yeah. I don't know if it's a train wreck. No, I'm not saying she's a train wreck. No, no, I don't just, know her. I'm just, I don't know her. Maybe it's a higher thing. No. I don't know her. I like I'm saying I like This guy loves there's always a story and a struggle, right? right? That's that's at the end of the day, all these people have been able to live past what people thought they could be. That's what Love and Hip Hop has done. Sukiana is a was just on the WAP video. Nobody probably believed in yeah. her prior to her coming on the show and seeing 100. her struggle followers. Hit that and her fast. story and followed that. Like at the end of the day, you have to understand, like artists back in the days when you guys were. At your peak. You go to the back in the days. No, it, but it is at the end of the day. I'm trying to
all this other shit. No one says that. That's like the beginning of an artist where you go and no one knows you. No and one you fucks with the you. Crowd know fuck you. With you. Like this watch. All right, cool. I get it. I get what you said. I get what everyone said about love and hip hop. But let's not forget the parts where it does. There is that hip hop element in there where like like they had they went from everyone was white in there looking at them in the homestead till as they was leaving there was people twerking with them like oh I was like oh that was hard to me I right, no one's feeling me I I respect that yo no hard no but you just said like love and hip hop is a great show but here's the thing the core of the DNA of love and hip hop comes from a Manager, a talent manager, right. identifying talent before it knows it's talented. Right. Mm. So and that's the, the core and of the, the DNA people be, Like, Love & Hip Hop was a beautiful thing because it was a bunch of people that didn't have the film schooling People with people that did do that, and it was a perfect formula to make that show. And just pay attention to his whole swag right here. Oh my god, he, he's playing he golf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. He, I don't know why. He I feel like, comfortable. Can you? Just I feel. Play, I feel like, comfortable. Just swag. He out. You no, know, no, I just know. It's a comfort. I'm with my brothers. No, we came. It's like it's a high school reunion. It's like the bottom of the check. It's a high school reunion. You played the meanest game of golf. It's a high school reunion, man. Yo, I was there when we was at the Rucker Park and Allen Iverson was at the two guard and Stephon Marbury was at the point guard. I was there with Flavor Unit. Shout to OG Wan, three chips in a row. Shout to Fat Joe and the Terrace Squad team. I was there when that was going down, when Puff was rolling up in a cabriolet. All right? And Half Man, Half Amazing, and Metal World Peace, and Black Widow. It was a rite of passage. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is when hip hop was at its height, when money was being gotten by everybody. He's flossing. Let me get another. No, he's not flossing. That's just a joke. No, no, keep going, Jay. Talk to Jay. I'm going to talk to Jay. You know what? I got banged in the head the other night because Cash was like, yo, this dude be name dropping all the time. This dude be name dropping. It ain't name dropping. It's our lives. It's definitely like a game verse. It's our lives. Yeah, but that's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's our lives. He hangs with LL Cool J. She deals with Mona Scott and Cardi B. We around billionaires. Broke niggas, artists, ball players, it's our lives. And mm. we don't have to apologize for it. No, absolutely. I'm not apologizing because I know some people, who some people who don't live your life won't understand your That's story. true. However, right. however, but that's what I'm trying to do. That, that doesn't pay me. I know that's N-O-R-E. I know Nori. Right. I know the real Nori. That's right. Baby. I know Nori's family. That's you know right, what I'm baby. That's right, baby. Thing. That's right, man. It's a beautiful day, goddamn. Make some noise with me. <laughs> Listen, if you know me, I'm definitely a good person to know. Yeah. And, Nor- and Nori's paying for Prime 112 tonight, so. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's on you tonight. Oh, shit. It's on you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I wasn't anticipating that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't anticipating that. You know what I'm saying? I, I get money. This is drink. Um, I know. Because, you know, Eric, you know, Eric Nixon and I booked our flights, booked our hotels, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, I was wondering if Drink Champs had a budget, but I yeah, no, we ain't got a budget, bro. No, they don't make a budget. There's no slight budget. Mighty Mighty came in looking fresh, hair done, yeah, all yeah. that. Let's make sure this that love stylish check got to get cut. This, that's why I'm trying to get her to be the talent agent right now. <laughs> <laughs> she got to upgrade us, man. We out here hurt. We out here hurt. You got that salary. We want minimum wage. But but you know what? Back to we're still here. 
Yes. Stop moving you know my water, saying? God damn it. It's still relevant. So although Amen. we are the generation power. I, I salute you guys. And we salute I you. I salute you guys. We salute you too. And but, I appreciate that. But Because yeah. I ain't going to tell you, there's nothing, nothing doper than seeing a strong female doing her thing in a game. Thank you. No, Thank and you I'm brother. not saying that. I appreciate that. Yes, I agree with that. And, 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 and on the flip side of what's going on, but I'm feeling some synergy right here. There's a good synergy. But there's a flip side of that too. Great to see a dope female doing their thing. But it's great to see somebody that you had early on do their thing now. Absolutely. When I talk about the Harleen Rices, yeah. Yeah. when I talk about the individuals that we spawn them from road managers, from... Uh, now, I will managers. tell you something. No, I think it's the oh, next... Oh, before, oh, I will tell you something. Dream, there was a, there was a, Dream there, What's the dope like makeup that. artist chick? Not like, you know, I'm mad. Joanna Simkin. Yo, so, she like gave her. the craziest shout out on Facebook and I love that. That shit was fun. Joanna Simkin, she's a dope makeup artist. I mean, people that understand what the culture is and really know the history know the impact you guys have had and all of you guys have had in this community. But we've come Absolutely. from a DNA where you pay, pay it forward. Mm. We come Absolutely. from a DNA. If there was no Lior, there was no Julie. Mm. If there was no Kaiser. And that's part of the game that I think that I, I'm afraid that the kids, like... No, that chain like, was broken, man. Yeah, I, what chain? I, that yo, chain was I broken. Know, I yo, say it all the time. Let me say to you, I have no idea what type of executive I would have turned out to be if I couldn't look at Chris Lighty, Steve Stout, and Kevin Lowes. Right. Yes. Like, I don't know. Like, I had those guys. Like, Steve Stout, Steve Stout wasn't my direct mentor, but I was able to watch that dude move right. and pattern myself. Like, I was able... People think he's an asshole. Dame, no, he's an asshole. Dame, true. Dame, no, but Dane Dash was He's also an asshole. Dane Dash was... He's my brother, though. Yo, I, I fucked with Dane. I love respect for Dane, like, man. I Super respect for Dane. Like, I, I was able to Subscribe watch... Subscribe again this year. I, right. I, I was able to watch those dudes do they thing, run these multi-million dollar companies, and I'm sitting there in a little A&R position going, yeah, like, like I want to be those guys. So I, I'm afraid that this generation, the, the, like because right now we live in a generation where you open up your laptop and just find the numbers. Right. We don't actually, the we don't actually the demand word. them to know right. and, and have the quality to be able to hear a record. The game is a little fucked up. It's not now. even this. Is the generation right before them as well? Right. Exactly. It's been, right. That chain's been broken for right. a minute. But, but the biggest, the biggest part of it that's changed is you can't know where you're going unless you remember where you came from. Oh, absolutely. And never forget right. who put you on. There are so many individuals who do not admit who gave them an opportunity. You got to pay no, that. This is, this is Steve Styles said, right, right, said it right. Steve Styles said it right. This is the reason why thing. I want. I yes. want to do three here. I'm giving you an you. So no, it's not. It's not, it's not giving me an you. It's I want you guys. To, 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 to talk about yeah. it. Like, I, I actually would love for you guys to talk Just about Just to piggyback anybody, what you said, like anybody. Steve Styles said on, on this podcast, he said, yo, I don't give a fuck what happens. You always supposed to give respect to the person who put you on. Absolutely. Yeah, he's talking about can't play. Yes. yes. I, I, oh, yo, that is one of my favorite things he's ever said. He said that shit on Drink Champs. He said, one thing you gotta always do is give respect to the dude who put you on. So many people miss that. Mm-hmm. They forget when you get where you going, you forget. Like I can never forget Chris. Right. Like hey, you don't. Never. Yo, Foxy Brown and Chris Lighty are Foxy two of the Brown. people. Let's give Foxy Brown her love. You know, it's like you know when you've been blessed by so many individuals. But hold on, James. I'm because I, I want to just elaborate, Foxy, and I'm coming okay. right back to you. Foxy, let's describe your Foxy experience. Because I know it's got to be up, down, in between, in the middle, but overall, phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? No, that shit was crazy. Overall, phenomenal. Foxy Brown 
was AKA signed to Capitol Records. Mm-hmm. Getting really? dropped. Yo, stop. No you didn't know that? Hell no. Okay, she got signed to Capitol She got signed to Capitol? No. Prior to Jay-Z, what? prior to any record you've ever known Foxy to be on, she was signed, I think Tracy Waples was her a and at Capitol. And Nas Baby Moms was Tracy Waples' assistant Destiny. at Capitol uh, Records. Carmen. 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 Was Tracy's assistant at Capitol Records. Inga, Marshawn, stage name was AKA. Right? Foxy's name was AKA? Her name yes. was AKA. That was her stage name yes. when she was signing Capitol Records. She got... Oh, released yes. from Capitol Records. And we was walking up six... Me, me and Anton went to Bishop Lachlan Memorial, her brother, went to Bishop Lachlan Memorial High School ball? together. Great basketball team in Lachlan. You remember my busted ass at right track. I don't you remember my busted ass at right track. We went to Bishop Lachlan. You probably better than me. Very true. That's a good school. So, Foxy was released from Capitol... We walking up 6th Avenue one day. Now, at the time, Capitol Records was in 1290 Avenue Americans where Atlantic Records is eventually moving into. So when she got dropped, we had, to, we had to revamp her whole shit because at the time she was rapping about robbing niggas and shooting guns and stuff, and, and that wasn't really her. Right. She's from the hood, but that's not what she did. Right. So walking down the street, me, Anton, and this is... Post, this is prior to Don Poo getting involved. Don Poo had a major, major, Shout major to role. Shout out to Yeah. This is prior to Don Poo getting involved. We had to revamp her, her whole thing, and so we all came up with like, yo, you got to rap about hood shit that girls do, but not so much shooting the Uzi, because that's not what you do, and it's not believable. And at the time, it was like boss and. Like all these hard chicks, the brat was going, you know, she was, everybody, all the female rappers was trying to rap like dudes. And I was like, there needs to be a female rapper that raps like a female. And so we had to change her name. And we was like, you know, like that girl that, you know, like like Pam Grant, Foxy Brown. That's her name. That's how we got her name. Wow. Right? This is very deep right now. That is, that is. This is deep. This is very deep. And I, listen, there's going to be many different versions of the story. I'm on Drink Champs. I'm keeping it 100% real. You, this is you always drink. So, so we changed her name to Foxy Brown, right? Mm-hmm. From Pam Grier, from, yeah, based from, on Pam Grier, which is from Pam Grier is Foxy Brown. And so, me and Anton running around the city, like we didn't know shit from shit. We was trying to get into the music business. We wasn't in the music business. We was trying to get into the music business, right? Anton had a job. I had a job. But we was trying to get into the music business. I had one of those steel briefcase with nothing in it, front like it. I had a lot of shit. I didn't keep it real with you. Like, I was trying to get in the game. When we went, we got meetings with Harv Pierre, Puff. We got meetings at Electric Records. Everybody passed. Nobody wanted nothing. On Foxy, we talking about Foxy, okay. Nobody, nobody gave a fuck about none of that shit. So we also, who went to Bishop Lachlan with us was Tone from Trackmasters. And he always allowed us to come to their studio session. It was producing for Soul For Real and all these fucking crazy artists. And they had all these hit records and Tone was a rapper as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Hot, Red Hot Tone, yeah. right? And he always would let us come to the studio. They used to 
basically own the old Chung King. You know the old Chung King in, in Little Italy? They used to basically own that shit. So we used oh, to own... No, 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 Little Italy. It's Chinatown. 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 Right. Damn, you go back that far too? Damn, I remember that shit too. Right? Like, damn, so, nigga. So, damn, you so, bring me back, bro. I ain't gonna fuck. I got chills. And Steve, <laughs> and, Steve, nah. and, Steve, and Steve used to hate us being there. Like, why the fuck these motherfuckers get these niggas? Every time we came to the studio, no, we got kicked out. Yeah, like, yeah, he used to kick us out. <laughs> right? But, so, so, one day... It was me and Ant in the studio. Nobody else was with us, right? And at the time, Ant had went to, Ant thought that Foxy needed bigger management, so he went and took her to Don Poole, and Don Poole became her manager. But we was in the studio with Tone. Trackmaster Tone. Trackmaster Tone. And they had this, they had Ashacha on the boards. Keith Murray laid his verse, um, Prodigy laid his verse, Fat Joe had laid his verse, LL didn't lay his verse yet because LL was in the house in Hollywood on set of in the house. Nobody the TV show. knows who Foxy Brown. Nobody is. knows who Foxy Brown is. So I say to Tone, "This is God honest truth." Many different versions of the story. This is all my daughter. This is God honest truth. I said, "Yo, Fox would murder this shit," and I'm gonna tell you how this is the fact, and nobody else knows. Nobody else will tell you this story. Fox will kill this shit. I had a nasty box Maxima, right? Like it was an 88. It was like 97. I had a nasty. He told said, all right, fuck it. Go get her. We ran to Brooklyn, came back to the studio. She wrote the verse. Foxy, and this is, this is how you know this is a true story. You can go back and check it. Foxy did not know how to count bars. She was just ill with writing rhymes, and yeah. she wrote the rhyme herself. On that record currently, right now, if you listen, she's the only one with 18 bars on the record. <laughs> Everybody else got a 16. Yeah. Nobody else knows this story. Uh, uh, I'm the I only believe, one that was in the studio with her, and she's writing it back to me. And Rich Trevally was the engineer who spliced it because her verse was a bar longer, two bars longer than everybody else's bars. Wow, wow. Right? She's the only one 18 bars on his verse currently that was released. So when the record came out and it, and it, and it started popping, then Jay Z wanted her on Ain't No. Ain't, ain't no, no nigga. Ain't no nigga. And then. Diddy got involved. Andre Harrell wanted to sign her. Steve Stout wanted her to go to Jimmy Iovine. Rest in peace, Andre Harrell. Rest in peace, Andre Harrell. Everybody wanted to sign her. And it was a bidding war. Foxy didn't care about nothing else but going to Bad Boy. She didn't didn't want to be on no other record label other than... She's like, if it ain't Bad Boy, I ain't rapping. Her words, right? Diddy was... I mean, Pooh was mad close with... With with Puff, right? And Chris used to run. Still marry, right? Yes. That was his relationship. I seen the pictures the other day. See Don Poole marry and Fabulous. That was his whole team. Mark Pitts, everybody, because he was down with Biggie and all of them. Right? So um, I said to, and I was, and Chris, we were really, really cool with Chris Lighty because he used to run the tunnel and he used to always let us. In the line, because the line used to be around the corner. Oh, we got tunnel stories. We got tunnel stories. Oh, yeah. tunnels, right? yeah, so Chris would let us skip the lines, and one day I was like, Chris thought it was over. Like Chris was was, yeah, I put her on this record, and y'all niggas gonna sign a bad boy. He thought it was dead. I said, Yo, Chris, it's not over. But don't talk to me. Don't talk to Anton. Don't talk to Pooh. Go talk to the moms. Chris woke up the next morning, went to the mother's house. That's how Chris signed Foxy the Violator. Wow. What made you say, you know, 
skip the management, skip the A and R, and talk to the moms. What what made you even because that was the one who was ultimately had the the, the ultimate influence. No, because and he, that's what you where you wanted her. At. I I thought that Chris deserved it because he put it on first. But you understand because he, he allowed he the record because the record was on it was a L, I shot you was LL's record cool through Def Jam, and if Chris don't sanction it. Then the record don't happen, and we don't. And then Jay Z don't even want it for ain't no. Right. Eric Nix, the premier strategist, he knows exactly what he's doing. That was. And then Kids Total and Case and all those oh, other yeah, records. Oh wait, 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 wait. We gotta go back. Shout, shout to Jessica Rosenblum in the yes, tunnel. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Jessica Rosenblum and what the tunnel did. Because not only on a personal note, Jessica introduced me to the two most important people in my life in the business. Chris Lighty and Puff Daddy. So wow. Jessica Rosenblum and the tunnel and that movement during those times. Well, let's go to the tunnel. It will never be duplicated. You know what I'm saying? Like that Sunday night at the tunnel, that block. Yeah, you, you know, it was the greatest moment. One of the greatest moments of my life was um, I went to LA. This is when everyone that got robbed in LA. We was the only niggas out there with AK-47s. We was going to give it to any L.A. nigga. I'm sorry, L.A. niggas. I didn't care. But I brought the toughest niggas from the Bronx, Brooklyn, and motherfucking uh, Queens that I knew. Because I, I, I understood what happened in the Impact Adventure in Reno, Nevada. Ooh. In Reno, Nevada, Ooh, I said, oh, they, they pulling up. So I said, you know what? I, I pulling up. And if any people already know, you know, three tour buses. A lot of people know these stories. But we did it in L.A. <laughs> And when we pulled up in L.A., we weren't playing with nobody. And I don't even know why I brought this up. What the fuck I was talking about? <laughs> we were talking about the tunnel. We were in the tunnel. The tunnel. The tunnel. Like, no, we were in the tunnel. The fuck was I going to LA? <laughs> but let's go back to L.A., the Nico Hotel. Okay, the Nico Hotel, yes. You oh, want to go there? That's where it's at. That's the SLS. SLS. How about having an 18-wheeler truck park in front of the Nico Hotel blasting Buster Rhymes music? Buster Rhymes shit. Remember that? Let's talk about how we promoted these albums. Let's talk about the cartoon for Violator 2.0 and the comic books drawings that we had, the caricatures. Let's talk about Mutual Power Summit. Let's talk about let's talk about the Violator boat ride at the Mutual Power Summit. That's where Super Hair was. Yo, I, let me tell you a yeah. story. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. Tell you a story. I, I, I'll give you a story. I'll give you a story. I'll give you a story. So, so James comes up with this idea for a boat ride. But he had an idea for a boat ride during the day. And I was like, we sat, remember this? We had this sat in a meeting. I was like, that's the corniest shit ever in the world. A fucking boat ride during the day? That shit got to be at night. He was like, nah, B, you bugging. And we was literally in a meeting, like we was just arguing. We was in a meeting arguing about a day and night boat ride. I ain't gonna lie, he won, and he was dead fucking right. <laughs> it, was the, the it wasn't just a boat That's ride. That's the first time I ever saw him in my life, and you were a dick that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, know you, you deal with the pressure of Buster <laughs> no, 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 no. You were trying to organize it. Right man. I was like, this guy's an asshole, asshole man. And then your right hand man that's hating on you, so now you gotta go extra, because you couldn't go back to the office. Nah, there was a lot of shit going on. Wait, wait, but hold on. Let's keep it 100. That was, Khaled was begging me to play that boat ride. Yeah. Khaled was begging, let me play, let me play. Because remember, in the first floor, you had the chill Khaled section. Talks about Second that floor, you had the gambling. gambling. Third floor, you had, no, the, that was you dope, had the dances. Man. That shit was Top dope. floor, you, like, that we, shit was crazy. Like, it, was, it was history in the The only thing that topped that was Luke's. He had his own boat ride. I don't yes. know if it was that same year, but he had his own, and that shit was crazy. Yeah, so, was crazy. I'll be honest, shout to Luke, because I stole his idea. I just made it a little better. And, you know, we did it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Because... I love the honesty. Because, no, but because we had an opportunity 
to do things nobody else, nobody else would let us. Right. We had the record label money. We didn't spend our money crazy. Uh, we didn't spend our money. We spent the record label's money because they needed us. Yeah. They needed us. We was in those rooms. They needed it's Mitchell Power Summit? Mitchell Power Summit. Shout to Renee McLean. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was, those were the times where we all got together and we were a family. We were a tribe. You know what I'm saying? You don't feel that no more. No, yeah. I don't see a convention. You're talking about impact. 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 You know what I'm saying? How can I be down? Jack the Rapper. Jack the Rapper. How can I be down? How can I be down? That's everything. That's everything. Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Jack the Rapper. Little Wayne, nine years old, spitting at Jack the Rapper. I'm not going to lie. When I look at South by Southwest, I'm not impressed. I'm sorry. But I mean, it's different. This is hip hop. I'm not impressed. Come on, you come down. I'm so sorry. Listen, I have no. You just hate South by Southwest, but it's different. It's different. I like my sneakers sometimes. When I gotta walk through and all this, all that shit. <laughs> no, but the biggest, the biggest problem with South by Southwest. Coachella, I'm never going. Yeah, but the biggest part about Little South by Southwest or time. Coachella or any time. of those festivals now is that they don't have us in the room planning that shit. Right. See, I like the true. Listen, true. They don't well, have. They, they also don't have, have the energy they don't have, we had. We were hungry. Right. We didn't know what we were doing. Right. We were learning by trial and error. Yeah. And we were doing it for the love. Okay. When, I say, when I say us, but let me just correct this so, so people don't think. When I say us, I don't mean specifically me yeah. and Jay. Yeah. When I say the they didn't have the, they don't have the. That's right. how come so many brands make so many mistakes when they try to do you know Gucci with the fucking yeah. right because they, right. they don't have us in the room. So they're gonna continuously make those mistakes, and you're never gonna find. And it's never gonna be duplicated because how can I be down was the epitome of urban culture. Yeah. Jack the rapper was the epitome of urban. Yo, impact. Yo, impact. yo, mix your power. Mix your power summit in Puerto Rico was the fucking epitome of. But remember, they threw it to Puerto Rico because they're getting control of in Miami. Exactly. Everybody kept driving down. Everybody kept. You had badges, and then you had another thousand people. You know what I'm saying? But then when we took it to Puerto Rico, then it really became. It was the DJ. Yeah. Let me explain something to you. Had it not been for the DJ, yeah. we wouldn't be who we are. be honest, at Bad DJ, Boy and at DJ Enough got married about two years ago mm -hmm. and it felt like the Mix Show Power Summit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I looked, I said, how did he turn his wedding into the Mix Show Power Summit? He's a legend. But you have to shout to DJ I never seen a, a wedding with so many logos. They <laughs> <laughs> had a logo from yeah. every company. Remember, I said, "Holy moly, guacamole!" Remember, the mix show DJ was the key for us getting our records. Of course. Mm -hmm. Remember, we wasn't on the playlist. We wasn't on the playlist. We don't make records no more. Mixtape DJ. Mixtape DJ. By the way, you should make records. You should. Yeah, I ain't losing. I still got some shit. Yeah, you should make records. There's no I reason why you should make records. for. I don't know. I've been calling you. I've been calling you for what two you years. Yo, you guys are here right now. No, I've been calling him two years. Know. He thinks I, just, I want to be on drink chance. I'm no, like, yo, no, let's put it back together. No, no, he's just calling him. That's the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very chill. He needs you too. He's going out loving hip hop. Nah, Doris. Doris. Here you go. didn't want to live in left rack no more. He yeah. was getting, he was <laughs> driving new whips, living yeah. in Jersey. Yeah. You know, he was buddy buddy with John. He didn't want to go back to left rack. So he was is one of my favorite groups. Capone. One of my favorite. Capone. Shout out Capone. Shout out Capone. Man. One of the realest I've ever seen. Nah, listen, we got Left Rack Day. This is not coming out before. I don't know why I'm saying this, but we got Left Rack Day on Saturday. I'm going to Left Rack Day. Nice. I haven't been to Left Rack nice. Day in a couple of years. Nice. You know what I always want to know about you? I'm going to flip the host for you. Please. No I always wanted to know mm -hmm. 
the impact that you working with Pharrell had on your life? Mm. I'm going to tell you something. I appreciate this question. As you wear your Pharrell sneakers. I am wearing yeah. the Pharrell friends and family. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that's all I want. I be telling them, like, yo, I don't need no free beats no more. Come on, get the beat, Nori. Give me free sneakers. Get the beat. Get the beat. Get the beat. Come on, get the beat. Nah, listen. I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm blessed. We've been working hard, so hard to, to, to live a hip hop history that I haven't been, been, been needing to do music. It doesn't mean I don't wanna do music. I just haven't needed to do it, which is a great feeling. I've worked hard to have this feeling. Please salute me for that. Absolutely. That's a question. Nah. I don't even remember nah. this nigga question. Nah. Nah. Like nah. Nah. Okay, all right, bet. This Mother's Day, join CARE in honoring the resilience of mothers around the world. In Sierra Leone, facing one of the world's highest maternal mortality rates, one nurse named Zainab has not lost a single mother. Supported by CARE's work, Zainab's clinic has become a beacon of hope in her community. Zainab's spirit extends to CARE's work worldwide, aiming to ensure every mother's safety during childbirth. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know if I'm going to answer this question correctly. I'm going to tell you, you. You want me to tell you? Impact? The thing about it was this. Was I was the dude from New York that went to Virginia and went to the strip club. I was the dude from New York that went to Atlanta and went to the strip club. At that time in New York, you were the corniest dude in the world if you walked in scores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you had a mafia connection. Mm-hmm. If you had a mafia connection, you could be in scores and be cool. Because the only strip club that was popping in New York at the time was scores. And that it was scores. 61st. And these were skinny white girls and <laughs> You know, God bless. God bless anybody. Don't hate on scores. I was there every week. I'm just saying. I was there. I was there. I was there. Howard Stern. Stick to Pharrell. Pharrell. Yeah, let's stick there. Let's stick to Pharrell. So, this is what I'm trying to say. So, I was just. So, I I did a record called NRE, Trackmaster Tone. NRE, Nori stands for niggas on the right here. And for, for, for you guys that don't know, at one point, New York ran the world. 
So I had the number one record in New York. And it was called, you know, R.E. No, R.E. Stands for niggas on R.E. And it was the number one record on Hot 97. It was no Power 105. So Hot 97 ran the world at this time. No doubt. So I'm talking about every show. I didn't care. No worries in the world. Dude calls me and says, you got to meet this producer. <laughs> so I'm on the way to Miami, ironically. Who called? You said dude. Rob Walker. Rob Walker. His Rob manager. Walker called Martin Moore. Martin Moore called me. Shout out to Martin Moore. 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 Shout out to Martin So they say, yo, you got to meet the producer. The producer says, you cannot close your album without him. The time, you know, I'm I got the number one record in New York. <laughs> to me, you're oh, done. The fuck you talking about? Yeah, you're done. Justin Bieber. <laughs> what Justin Bieber is? I, that's who I think I am. <laughs> Justin Bieber. No, no, no. I'm Justin Neger. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so they're like, "Yo, you got to meet this guy." So I'm like, all right, at this time, this is the time, your EFN, you know, when I'm coming to Miami, I'm coming to Miami. I'm coming with 28 people. I don't know how to travel. No like, doubt. Like, I just, I just no don't doubt. get it. Like, I'm like, fuck it. Why go to a neighborhood when I can bring my own neighborhood? Right? This is who right. I am, right? So, <laughs> you feel me? So I'm like, boom. I go to the studio. This is where, and this is a lot of people, I'm going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. A lot of people think big, recorded in bad boy, uh, what is it called? Daddy's, Daddy's House. Well, uh -huh. Daddy's House was on 44th Street. Uh -huh. Sound on Sound was on 45th Street. Uh -huh. Big used to lay his vocals on 45th Street yep. uh -huh. and then let people mix it in Daddy's uh -huh. House. Uh -huh. So, oh, wow. This is real shit. Y'all yeah, revealing wow. some shit? Y'all yeah. 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 Remember yeah. when Strip yeah. Club was next to that? Scores. Uh -huh. right, right next to that? No doubt. It was a little score. It was a little, a little tiny little, score. Little, it's, it's still there. there. It's, it's still, still there. there. It actually still there. is the damn. Pop you know your shit. Pop you know your shit. It's like, it's, it's still some white strip club right there. So, <laughs> so I had it and Big had it upstairs. So Branson would be like, I love you motherfuckers. Because Branson would come and sell Big and then sell me. But if you thought, you know, everyone was at that, but let me move it on. So I walk in the studio, Pharrell. He was like this from the beginning. Choker. He had a choker from the beginning. He had some tight shit on from the beginning. Always. Like when tight shit wasn't nice. Yeah. <laughs> like I got on 44 pads. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we was headbands. I know my shit is 17 17X army jacket. Super white. Walking in there with my Tim's slides out. My Tim's, my leather, my Tim's up to my ears. Slide. my mind. I walk in the lab. Cause mind you, they, they stopped my flight. I'm going to Miami. It's the first time I'm going to Miami. So I'm like, so I'm like, yo, what's up? What I got to meet with you? I got to know I'm in New York. What I got to meet with them? I look, and this guy goes like this. He plays me a beat. Beat is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But I'm the man. I don't want to be like, I'm like, I'll give him the regular nod. Even though inside, like inside nod. <laughs> 
Plays the second beat. You are dying inside. Inside, dog. <laughs> His third beat. He goes, don't listen to this till you get to Miami. I remember where I'm going to Miami. I remember where I stayed. It's the Kent Hotel. I'm not very proud of where I stayed at now. Huh. But back then, I didn't know. The Kent. The Kent sounds crazy to me. We all have to call. We so all have to Now, this is back in the days you got the CD player. So I'm listening to the first joint. I'm like, and me, has no me. This is my engineer. He knows. I, I'm writing off top. Then I'm listening to the second joint. I'm writing off top. Then the third one, I remember what he told me. He said, don't listen to the third one. So it takes me everything in the world not to listen to the third one. But I don't. I respect him. And I remember we land, and you know, this is New York Tuesday, first time in Miami. They are on the strip. Crazy. Remember, Wet Willie's, we don't even discover Wet Willie's yet. Yeah. It's the first night. Wet Willie's is behind the kid on top. We don't even discover that yet. Yeah. My dudes is all around, left rack on Bronx, Brooklyn dudes, Lopez. So I, 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 I'm still focused. I'm sitting, I, I check in, I get my turn. And then a, a female come up to me and she's like, hey, I'm talking. I'm like, oh shit. And then she's like, but you don't want to party? I was like, oh, shit, I, I, I thought I was way too cute. Hold on, let me relax. You a hooker, huh? She's like, oh, I, like, look at the fuck out of here. I'm not fucking with no hooker. I go upstairs. I listen to the beat. This is the first time you heard what, what? I ever heard a producer make a beat for me. But he literally couldn't sell this to no one else. Right. Let's just say, I'm married well, Noriega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing the beat said. Yeah, yeah. The, the chick singing. And I wrote the whole shit. See, a lot of people doubt me. They're like, you wrote the whole shit. Like, if you're from a new generation, you think I'm a bozo for writing the whole song. I wrote the whole song in 13 minutes, and I laid the whole song in five to seven minutes. Mm. I didn't know how to punch in. We didn't know how to punch in. That was that. That was not cool. Yeah. You, know, you know what you two had to inches. do to punch two in and two, two inches rails? Two inches rails. I said, come on. I said, that's. But you see what I did? We had three hours. The motion meant the motion meant rails. I went like this. I said, that's. So listen, if you had to punch in, you had to tape shit. I wrote that whole song straight up. And I'm going to tell you something. What, 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 what? One. What, 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 what? Two. What, what? That's how I counted bars. That was never a hook. <laughs> I wrote the whole Right Track Studios. You said Right Track earlier. Right Track Studios. So when I flew in, I flew in from Miami. Because I, I um, like I said, I called Pharrell and I said, only thing I want to change is, he said, saying, yeah. The girl saying, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I want to change the what, what? He said, I have a hit it tomorrow. She's going to do it. And I was like, all right, cool. She went to Right, right Track Recording Studios. And I laid the whole shit all the way through. Wow. I didn't know how to. Shout out to Pharrell. What a I didn't know how to. Shout out to Pharrell. Wait, shout out to Ted Smooth on that. Wait, hold on. Let me just finish. Because I, I went upstairs and I did the ad-libs on my verse. This is my verse. I have ad-libs on my verse. I have ad-libs. I have doubles on my verse. I have nothing on the hook. 
because that was how I counted my verse. Mm -hmm. So I went upstairs and I said, all we need is the hook and we good. And he came upstairs. And I don't, I don't know, so he had Chinese food in my mind. I don't know why. Just leave it alone. Just like, just roll with my story. Like, he just had Chinese food, like, like chopsticks. I said, <laughs> we got this. And I went downstairs, and then he mastered it. And he said, this is it. And I said, well, where's the hook? He said, that is the hook. And I said, they're going to laugh at me. The hook is what, 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 what? And he said, you're gonna laugh all the way to the bank. <laughs> we back with the people to make the people that's the people behind the, the people. scenes. Now I need to ask y'all, and I don't want y'all. I don't want you to hold back. I really want y'all to tell the truth. What is the most difficult artist you ever worked with? Oh, Foxy God. Brown. Yeah, well, so, I, so 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 I want to say Foxy Brown. I got crazy Foxy Brown stories, but. Um, I had the pleasure <laughs> of working with both Foxy Brown and Little Kim. When I when Shalom. I left when I yes, when Shalom. I left Violator and I left Motown and I left all that stuff. Cheers, uh -huh. salute. I, I ended up um, doing an independent situation with Little Kim that ended up in court. He won? No, I I had, I had raised I had raised three million dollars and signed Little Kim independently. So if you remember the record that she put out with T-Pain called Download. Okay. Right? Um, that was on um, a record company that me and Tone from Trackmasters, mm. Tone and Poe from Trackmasters created together called Brookland. Mm. And we signed Little Kim independently and we was trying to do the whole... We had a studio in Jersey, we right? Had a, we had, yeah, we had a studio in Jersey. Mm. And um, we, um, we ended up in court because Little Kim decided to fall in love. Like, she started hanging out with... Um, Akon and Wyclef, and she wanted to make more worldly music, and she wanted to start like we 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 spend like five hundred thousand, and in in the middle of it, she decides she wants to start using a voice box. Oh, like, um, and, auto tune, or something? yeah, auto tune, and and we weren't feeling the creativity of it, mm. and so it was a deadlock in recording. But this wasn't like record company, um, <laughs> this wasn't record company um, money. This was out of pocket money. And so we had to figure that out. So that actually ended up in court. Kim is still my dog to this day, and I love her to death. But yeah, so she between and, and I don't, and I hate to do this to females, like because um, that's not the case. Because I've had good females, like I work with Justine Sky, and I work with so many different dope females. But the two most difficult artists that I've ever worked with in my life were between a combination of five. Yo, there was a time. But you ain't finished Foxy and who? Foxy and Lil' Kim. Okay. There was a time when Lior, we brought Lior to Brooklyn to do a Thelma and Louise album with Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown. I always wanted crazy. the album to happen. I always wanted the album to happen. Remember the cover with the sauce? It was crazy. Was that, was it, did it say Thelma and Louise? Yes, it did. I always wanted the album to happen. And Lior offered Foxy a million dollars advance in their pocket and Lil' Kim a million dollars advance in their pocket. This is when a million dollars was... A million, million dollars was, was like a million dollars, like a hundred million. Yeah, a hundred million. Yeah. And um, Foxy, we were in a nail salon, an Asian nail salon in Brooklyn, where Lior convinced Foxy to do it. And Foxy was like, "The only way I'm gonna do it, we gotta get on the phone and hash out our differences." They get on the phone, and it became, "But yeah, but you said this, but yeah, you said this, but yeah, no, fuck you, bitch, yeah, fuck you, I ain't never doing a record with Say, you, bitch, oh, boy." You're like also. Done. <laughs> yeah.
all of that shit out the window. And that N- stops salon, so Brooklyn, much. Yeah. Flatbush, Chinese. Yes. <laughs> Chinese? <laughs> and that stopped everything. Damn, that, like, when, I tell you, that, when I tell you it was so many people who was in the circle. Because remember that sauce cover? That was that prior to that sauce cover? Or that was that, that was prior to that? That was prior to that. Was that prior so prior to the, the sauce cover yeah. happened. So now people are actually thinking that they're going to get a project. And, and, and let me just rewind. I, I went to a nightclub before Foxy and Brown got, before Foxy and Lil' Kim got popular. All three of us one night went out and we couldn't get into a nightclub because nobody knew either one of them. Wait, you, Foxy, and Kim Me, went Foxy out? Me, Foxy, and Little Kim went out one night to the city to try and get Sounds into like a, a club. Body. They were cool. They, were, they right. were really good friends prior to them getting hot. And we couldn't get into a nightclub because nobody knew either one of them at that time. They were, they were tight. Like, imagine... Because Kim imagine, wasn't already with Junior Mafia? No, she that? wasn't hot yet. This was, probably, this was when we were all trying to get in on Right. right, and you gotta remember, he's right because Biggie and Nas was so hot that right. time that that, that 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 little Kim and Foxy was just just by association. They were rapping, association. and yeah. it was, but it was but, like, but nobody knew yeah. them publicly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right, and so this was before Jay Z came in Foxy's life, and you know, Kim was down with Big, but she didn't get on the records yet, so mm. nobody knew who they were, right. and they were tight. Like, like, but when the money came and the competition came. And it was like Big was like, "Nah, I got. Nah, let me do this because you got." Uh, but both you guys are from Brooklyn. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Was it a territorial thing nope. that made them? It was a. It was, it a, was just female, a. It was a female, female competition thing where Big was not letting Fox. I mean, was not letting Little Kim get bodied by Fox, and Fox, and we was damn sure not letting Fox get bodied by Kim. Like that shit wasn't happening. Yeah. And keep it G with you, Fox was inking her own shit. Fox wrote her own verse on... 22 Keys. 22 Keys. On I, Sh- I Shot You. Wow. She wrote her own verse on Ain't No with Jay-Z. Wow. She wrote... Wow. Keep it G with you. That wrote... I'm going to take you back. She dropped that verse on a Smooth the Hustler record and took it off and dropped it on Ain't What, no. that 32 to oh, 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 Ain't No Nigga, you talking about? Ain't No okay. Nigga. Oh. She took it from a... But did that record come out? Smooth Never the, came out. Oh, she okay. called Smooth the Hustler. It's like, yo, I got to give you another Shout verse. Shout out to Smooth the Hustler, Trigger the Gambler. Wow. Bring it to Smooth the Hustler. And D.R. Yeah, D.R. Yeah, and Alias Christ as well. DV Alias Christ. And, and Alias Christ. crazy. Nigga, the stories is crazy. Wow. With her. But... And 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 that record, that verse went on ain't no, and that and and the animosity, the competition between them just wouldn't allow them to be cool no more, because they because it was it was always conditioned that it could only be one female. Did they Imagine know each other before making records at all? Way before they they knew each other. We all grew up in downtown Brooklyn, all mm. of us. That's crazy. Mm. Like me and Little Kim and Big went to Queen of All Saints together in third grade. But that's not Dumbo, right? Let's be clear. No, that's for, that's like Clint Hill. Okay. That's nuts. Can we talk about though how the female rap shit is now? So dope. Because we're so bodying. Killing it. All, Killing it. All of y'all. We're so, so bodying all of y'all. So dope. So dope. How do you how do you guys really feel about that though? No, 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 no. no, no. Didn't I big up Dream Doll? I said that. Hold up. I was supposed to be the more. Dream is that the new record she got out with the um, with Vivica no, Fabio? What's no, the, what's no, the, no, let me no, just say who, something. Who's the girl, no. who's the girl that down with no, no, DJ Shell? Chill, 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 chill. Like, that's, that's, that's Dream Doll. Let me just say something. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Dream Doll has been bodying shit since Tory Lanez called her. I don't know what the fuck Tory Lanez did to her, 
But ever since then, she's been tearing down everything that she's been on. And I want to big her up. I want to big her up because that shit is remarkable what she's doing. And, and the thing is, it's crazy because when I say that or post it, people are like, yo, no, we're trying to fuck her. Like, that's whack. Like, I'm in love. I love my wife. Like, why can't I love a female? I love Foxy Brown. I love no fucking doubt. Little Kim. No I love fucking Nicki Minaj. I love, like, when I say that, and the people are thinking, like, uh, that's whack. I, I, yeah, I, don't, that's I don't, don't like that. Right. I don't like that. I'm very loyal. Is that that awesome? I'm very loyal. Hey, I'm AZ right now, people wouldn't be like, oh, you're slime. You're yeah, trying right. to run up in him. People yeah. can like, associate so, men and women oh. can have platonic That's relationships. That's what I'm saying. I got super platonic. Right. I have no, I don't want her to do a record with me. I mean, Maybe eventually, but that's not my, my intent right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm just looking at I'm just looking at her growth. I'm yeah, looking at I'm, I'm looking at how like how I look at Foxy, right. how I look at Kim, how I look at I'm um, Nikki, yeah. how I look at now, Dream, Cardi. Dream. Dream Doll has she came on Love and Hip Hop. I ain't know. Hold on, even the, before that, she did Bad Girls Club. Oh, Let's go back. Oh, I didn't know that. She didn't did know Bad that. Girls Club. Okay. She had a yeah. She she had a you know sometimes depending on the reality show sometimes people have a introduction that they're not always happy with mm. um you know and that was something for her um she wanted to love and hip-hop i didn't work that that season she was on there was already in miami okay but she you know she again she had a plan she came in she did what she needed to do mm. and now i mean she signed to rca through brooklyn johnny shout out to brooklyn johnny, brooklyn johnny. Yeah. yes oh, i mean so you, 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 you yeah. talk about Sorry the young execs there are some young execs that are Steve-O, Young Sav, Barrelon. Yes. I didn't even know. Barrelon is amazing. I didn't know you said Dream Dolls signed to Brooklyn. Well, I didn't know that. I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. I'm seeing what Dream Doll is doing on her own. Right. Like when I see her on her own, She took 2019 off to focus on her flow. But I'm like, that's the next female. That's the next one. Like she, yeah. she's working hard. This and record she, she got. I ain't gonna lie to you. This and record she, she got. Well, I just been hearing it for the last three days. Which record? Which record? Ah 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 That's my shit. Ah, that's my shit. Ah, Don't hurt me, son. That's how we talk. Ah ah. You know, we know. Ah ah. When she said, "I'm saying, yo, we on my way." And she and she did it right. Like she did it. A new York from A and R performance. The way she vocaled it. Yeah, she vocaled she it right. Shout out to DJ Self. Shout yeah. out to Amber oh, Ravenel. Oh, shout out to those people behind that? it. Well, Self is signed to Self. Right? Yeah, oh, right. yeah okay. but shout out to those people that are really doing it. Let's not forget MCs like Rhapsody, Syrah. Absolutely. Reverie, Dolce, Reverie. Right now, Dream Doll is my. I'm just saying, there's so many layers of it. It's not just one style. I'm saying, holy moly. That was everything to me. Listen, listen. That was the average person that's not from New York. You don't understand what she said. But that's the point because that record is going to go and then everybody's going to be like, but wait, and everybody's going to realize that that's a New York saying and it's yeah. going to bring some energy back to New York. That's, I love that. And I love, I love that, that a female's I doing that. that. That's dope. I love, I love, you know what? God damn it. I love that a female's doing that too. God damn it. But I didn't know her from Bad Girls Club. I didn't know her from, I knew I met her from... Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop. Is that... Is because that, you work for them, bro. Let's just be keeping it 100, God, man. What I ain't gonna lie, you should cut me a check. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I, I agree Nori, with you. I'm gonna say, Nori, no matter, I've always...
always called him yeah. and no, he's done New York for me yes. on the special stuff. He's done yeah. Miami for me. I'm like, yeah. can we come up with produce these segments together? And both of you yeah. I've always supported. And, so. and, and let me just no, say man, something. Man, you don't gotta give me you. no cheat notes because I know everything. I know. I'm, I watch I'm aware. everything. I really, I really think, and I, you know what, James? I agree with what you said. I agree with what you said. I agree with what you said. But I also know you guys ain't watching as many episodes as I am. I, I, I um, watched the first two seasons in New York, and then I ain't gonna lie to you. And, I, and only because of, I grew up with Nico, so I watched Atlanta. Okay, Nico. Uh, I, 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 you know, the guy that did the sex Atlanta. thing. Atlanta. Yeah, 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 wasn't he? Was he was 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 I think what happened is that the men were mad that the stories were finally being told. I think the men that have been in the industry for all this time were mad that it was finally getting... No, 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 no. You gotta understand. What Nori misses is like you said, no, I'm not you're, missing you're the generation behind us. We have a generation of, of daughters and children mm. that are engaged with the platform of Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. So I'm there watching it. I mean, but this show, is, so, this show is specific to a certain audience. I understand. Hold on. Let me just, let me just you got to understand. He's different now. <laughs> he's no, like, he's Yes, he plays golf. Is, yeah, you know, he's different. He has a different yeah. conversation. Stop that. I know you are. I know. Stop that. I, I am but no yeah, he's not If you go to Instagram, he's CJ, Whoop T. Yeah. What they yeah. saying? That's my nephew. Oh, what they saying? Well, it don't matter what's happening. What they saying? What they saying? Nobody's nobody's saying anything against that. What I'm saying you know, is this that, is my thing is that people talk all this stuff about reality television. I'm not sitting here talking anything about that. I fuck with yeah. that rap. I'm that I am yes. I'm, I'm I'm a hood bitch. I yeah. love that shit. Yeah. Right. But I, but don't sit here executives and managers that come and talk to me about downgrading love and hip hop. What the fuck no, are you no, doing? No, 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 because you guys phonically no, 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 are talking about reality of the visual is Don't say you guys don't say you No, talking about the music that's with you on love and hip hop. I I I personally am not Somebody who watches reality TV like that. Like, I personally, I, and it doesn't mean that we're against you. Just so you know. Just so you know. Just so you know. I'm not saying you're against me. This directed at me. This directed at me. This directed at me. Let me take this. This directed at me. No, it's not. That is directed at me. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Mona Scott is an incredibly talented, super smart, and dedicated woman. Forget executive. Your tastes change. I don't like Tag Heuer. I like Rolex. I don't like Phillies. I smoke Avo. Right. Okay? Your taste change. It's not money. Big money. It's taste. Right. Okay? I don't <laughs> like Austin. Aquahydrate. I like I like AVRs. All right? Let's listen. Your taste change. Right. I love what Mona's doing. I love what her, Love and Hip Hop is doing. I love what the team all over how they're growing their brands and, and creating their verticals. What I don't like is having to not answer, but have to rebut certain assumptions that are made for the people that don't come from where we come from and block our progress as a community because of their perception of what they see on TV. That's what I don't like. I mean, it's, it's not that I don't like love and hip hop. Right. It's I don't like walking into a room can, and having can, people can assume, wait, having people assume a certain way of action, a certain way of being, and a certain way of upbringing that positions us and lessens our value as human beings, right. not as executives, as human beings. That's what I don't like. Right. And you know what? I will champion love and hip hop. I'll champion you. I'll champion Mona. I'll champion everybody because ain't nobody going to talk about this but thing that I love. Nobody's going to talk about this thing I love called hip hop. We 
built this shit. And nobody's gonna but degrade that. But the, but you can't say certain. These are stories that are segmented in a certain culture yeah. community that we've all we understand that that we've all witnessed. We understand that. that we all. But I think we give too much validity to what they think, though. No, I, mean, I think we give too much validity to what they think, I mean, though. The the no, somebody comes in here and says, if somebody comes in my face and says, Eric Nix is full of shit. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm gonna say? That's my man. Number one, you're gonna talk about him in front of me. Number two, he's not full of shit because I know the real Eric Nix. I don't care who it is. Yeah. Because that's what's called loyalty. You ain't gonna talk about me, my people, my friends, or my community and in I'm my face you. and not get rebutted. And I'm with you. But what I'm saying to you is that Eric Nix don't I give a that. fuck about that person. I know you don't, but I do. That's the that's the, that's because that person is gonna get Eric Nix that movie he wants. And so, so, but listen to me. That person is gonna that person is gonna give me that movie. If I have the movie that he wants. No, you gotta get in the door first. That person's gonna let you in the door and then you're gonna deliver that been, movie. We've, That's we've, what I'm talking about. When you get to the door and knock. For the past few years. When you get to the door and knock, you don't get into in. that door. Right. Yes. We but have, when you knock yeah, on that door, you don't get in. We have kicking doors. We have kicking doors. You're not only kicking Viacom door, you're kicking the CBS door. I mean, I don't mean just the show, I mean just in general, the culture, the community. We have knocked in doors. I was super with Eric when he said that people come to you when they want something from you. They understand what our value. Now it's our turn to understand business and our turn to sit in those tables and understand what equity means and understand what ownership means and uh -huh. educate ourselves. Because what happens Ooh, is that a lot of times, a lot of times we come into a room and what happens is that we automatically want to be oh, given oh, to but we don't understand the business behind it. Marty, all due respect, wanted, it's our turn now. Wait, to, it's our turn now. To but learn wait a minute. and understand. But wait a minute. I don't, no, I don't want something given to me that I can't prove but we're, just, but we're just getting in that door now. You got to understand, I've been knocking on that door since 1994. No, no. And you've done no, no. some wait, beautiful wait, things. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Let me finish. Thank you. Right. I've been knocking on that door since 1994. Chris Lighty and I were knocking on that door in 1999. Right. Puff Daddy and I were knocking on that door in 1996 Ooh. when nobody wanted to let us in. No doubt. So you know what? You damn right I got a chip on my shoulder and I wear my heart on my sleeve. Because ain't nobody going to shit on me. Ooh. Nobody going to shit on my people. Ain't nobody going to shit on him. On a macro level, what is it doing for the culture? I think that's what we're kind of talking You're about. You're right on point, but here's the thing. But the culture, never, the, but the, but the, but the culture, ne the culture never dictated 
the situation. It was right. always the environment that came from the hood that dictated yes. the culture. This is not so the hood. This is it. This is, Remember, this, 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 but let's think about it. It's always been the real and it's always been the fake. Yeah, but think about it. Industry, industry. And, and, and the way you found revenue and finance and monetized things is what always fucked up the culture. Right. But, but, no, but, but, no, but to but your point, the macro level. The macro, the macro level. Yeah. It's not just love and hip hop. No, it's no. not. It's, it's, not, not, it's, not, just, it's not just narcos. It's, everybody at this table it's is not just possible for a lot of shit we don't like. That's what They're I'm not just say. Yeah. Yeah. My only thing is. Give up, Mike? You Make sure your mic turns. Oh, it is. What it's not a love hip hop. It's not a love hip hop. And I'm not, again, my. Reaction is just a matter of talking to my brothers in the same. Absolutely, so there's no, there's no it's, a, it's, a, it's a debate. It's a it's conversation. A debate. Yeah. Um, but my thing is, is that I have conversations a lot with the executives and the music people, and they're sitting here talking and bringing down reality television. But you guys are promoting crazier Worse shit than what the fuck the show does. Absolutely. And these shows are sure. only there because of the history with these relationships and Agreed. this business. Agreed. So that, so if you want to see better, you do better. So if you want to see better on television, you want to see better in certain communities, then you be then you're a part of that change. Yes. Don't talk about it without being a part of it. That's all I'm saying. But you can't. But, but, can, but hold up. But you cannot expect to have this diet that you eat and vomit something else. This is what this this is what these people live. From the WAP video to loving hip hop, this is a lot. This is what I live. This is what really we true. live. So if this is the diet that's fed, what do you think is going to come out when the cameras come? Well, on? it depends. Is what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Right. Well, what do you mean? You don't know. What? What? what no one knows. What ended up? What started I mean, no, this? No, no, I don't believe that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying to you is that if, if regardless to what happened, you, if I live in the hood, I see hood shit all day. Right. I see. Mercedes in the projects. I see people getting stuck up. I see drug deals. I see girls twerking and stripping and all that. When I get to the recording studio, what am I rapping about? Absolutely. Okay? So this is the diet that I'm fed. But what was the diet that in the early to mid-90s, late 80s, the diet that we were trying to get on. We were all trying to become vegan. We were all trying to become, we were all Back trying then? to be revolutionary. Back we then? were all trying to become more intelligent. And then that shit just went And then the industry made money. And then the money, the industry that's not a part of the culture took control of yeah. it, hijacked the yeah. culture. Culture, and culture. Then, and then, I'm sorry, that's then, not true. I'm sorry, that's not true. I mean, to a degree, I'm sorry, that's not true. I'm sorry, that's not true. I'm sorry, that's not true. What happens in the hood has always spilled over into the recording studio. From slave, I mean, from, from music, to the music industry in general. From, from slave, from, sla- the, from the music slang, industry. From from the slang, from 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 what we wear, from 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 what they from from the South to the Midwest. From you listen to Nipsey's music, you listen to the Games music. Right. You go down south, you listen to Ti. You listen. It's always been. What they got from the hood. So you're gonna tell me that there wasn't a different trajectory at one point? Uh, even if it, even if you had certain even if you had certain no, but there was like a movement. No, if you if you catch uh, okay, let's yeah, let's take right, a public right. enemy for a moment, right? You take a public enemy who's red hot, oh, but they they're more political than right. anything. Then what you're gonna have to, what you what you end up doing is you have the record companies it, who it. want more public yeah, enemy yeah, yeah, because they no, because again because again they some of the people who are running the record companies are inside the record companies don't really know don't really live inside the culture so until they started to hire the people who lived in the culture and understand the culture but can, also, but can also sit at the boardroom then you understood so a record like 
with Dream Doll makes his ah 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 like that's hood slang. Yeah, you you listen to the music, you listen to her lyrics. It all derives from what the hood is doing, right? Right, and it, it, the 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 music has never dictated what the hood does. Right. The hood right. always Absolutely. dictated what the music does, right. and then it, it wow. infiltrates out across the nation. And that's the, that's the that's the system. So we always have to allow for Cardi B and for Megan Thee Stallion to make the music that they want to make. We always have to. It, allow, it goes back to the balance thing on. I was saying, though. Hold on. We all, th- that's what you sign. But then you also have to allow the 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 the, the, the people who are loving hip hop to tell their true stories. You can't make them. I've never ever signed an artist and said I want you to be this. I always said, listen. Tell me your story, and I will help articulate, and I will help you make it bigger. Right. But I never change the story. My job is not to change the story. Her job is not to go on living hip hop and tell the tell the tell the girl to do something different or to be different because we're trying. No, her job is to turn the cameras on, find the stars that that will garner the attention, turn the cameras on, and make it bigger. Right. That's yeah, all okay, our all jobs are. Right, right. But and the story changes. Talking about the job, right. the story changes. For, uh, for That's the part we're missing. Right. The, the story's story not going to change. Yo, no, no, it evolves. The story evolves. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad Hakeem. I'm glad Hakeem is at the table because we have this discussion. We have this discussion consistently, over the phone. We build with each other on a regular basis. The story is never going to change until you change the diet that is fed. You're not gonna. You're not going to get these kids to miraculously start talking about f- great things that's gonna that's gonna represent you in the boardroom because they are living in poverty stricken neighborhoods that come from a place where they don't have. No time out. Time out. I don't think and that's it's a survival. I got one thing to say. Listen, I got one thing to say. This is my one thing to say right now. This is a beautiful conversation. No doubt. By the way. This Mother's Day, join CARE in honoring the resilience of mothers around the world. In Sierra Leone, facing one of the world's highest maternal mortality rates, one nurse named Zainab has not lost a single mother. Supported by CARE's work, Zainab's clinic has become a beacon of hope in her community. Zainab's spirit extends to CARE's work worldwide, aiming to ensure every mother's safety during childbirth. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Chris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you know, the one thing I got to say 
This is a brother that I respect right here. <laughs> brother, Pleasure. I appreciate right here. And I just feel like he has a view on this conversation. <laughs> and I just really want to just give it to you at this point. At this point, and I'm, we're going to follow your lead at this point. It's not even about my lead, but I appreciate that. Thank everybody on here. Appreciate y'all for having me. Um, I'm all the way in tune with what DJ EFN is saying. Right. Not that I'm disagreeing with nobody else, but I think it's just one element that I'm not hearing that I want to hear. And then just reiterate what EFN said? I'm just sorry. basically what he's saying is about, you know, what happened to the days of old when there was a, when there was a balance. When we had poor righteous teachers over here and NWA over there, yeah. right? right? So, so what happened now, in my opinion, mm. just my opinion, what happened is the game changed to this is what you got to do in order to make money. Mm. The poor righteous teachers, the door got closed on that. Mm. Public enemy, the door got closed on that. Mm. Conscious rap, the door got closed on that, mm. right? It exists. Somehow, somehow the story got painted or the picture got painted that all rappers that come from the hood yes. only know about hood Thank shit. Right. And that's false. Thank you. That's a false narrative. Right. We got kids in the hood that don't know about that shit, that don't want to talk about it, that don't live it, don't believe in it. They want to look at the kid who, the little kid that I, I, I want to live. He don't want to talk about no dope. But kids like that, they get a little break. People platform, the door get closed. That's Where right. the dude that's talking about the dope? Where the dude that's talking about the bitches? He's got to be a star. You understand what I'm saying? Still got to be a star. Yeah, but, you got to no, be a but, star. But, 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 yeah, but we just, I'm, it, it, you can't, you can't, you can't. It just because in the ballroom, though. Hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. What happened is, it's just, it's just. Say that again, Let's finish, let's finish. Let's get to that. It's just people, I think, personally, I just think a lot of the narrative changed to this is the only way you can get money. So even if somebody didn't want to go in there and rapping about guns and bitches and hoes, they feel like this is what I got to talk about in order to get paid. Because I'm trying to get my mom a new house. So I think how you going to get paid Narrative was changed Chance and people rapper and follow. Kendrick Lamar, and, and Kendrick Lamar are two of the biggest rappers out right now. I get and they it. Don't but rap the industry's like not searching for them. Yeah, exactly. The industry is searching it, for no. The industry is searching for stars. The industry is searching for money. Industry searching for who's going to push the narrative. No, history, no, history, hold on. Let me, no. let me, let me, let me ask you a question, yes. and I want you to be yes. a thousand percent honest. Uh -huh. Every artist that's getting money, you gonna tell me they all stars? No. Yes. No. 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 They're not. Yeah. No. no. They're not, bro. Yeah. That's not yeah. real. Yeah. 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 That's not real. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. They got good marketing. Can I say two things? Like who? They got good marketing. It's a lot of trash rappers. Like who? Can I say two things? One thing is there is a such thing called cool music, like cool music is an actual genre of music that was created in the late 1800s, put out first by Columbia Records, which is where we get um, the ice cream truck jingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a genre of music that was charted. You look in Billboard and it's called Coon music. Coon music. It's a whole genre. So Terry Crews, this is where Terry Crews coming from? Well, 
Carter G. Woodson. No, excuse me. Not Carter G. No, Carter G. Woodson. Terry Crews out here. Carter G. Woodson. Terry Crews, you ain't seen he made a whole cool. Yeah, he's You ain't seen this shit? He's confused. He's confused. This is the OG. Tell the OG, listen. He made an acronym to make cool cool. Cool. Well, he, I, he, I, I, I've been seeing him like on so much. See that he made I didn't see that. I just I seen him getting chewed up you on so many other different classes. He made an actual acronym. It's like cool, cool, or whatever. Yeah. And like, like, he made something. Yeah. Fuck Terry. Like, he made fuck it. Let's keep on. Let's keep yeah. on. Yeah. Carter yeah. G. Woods in the book um, "Miseducation of Negro" said that when you've effectively created a slave, you don't have to tell him to go to the back door. He'll go to the back door without you telling him to. And if there is no back door. He'll create one for himself. That's what we find ourselves in entertainment right now. Mm. Is that we've created the back door. If you want to get in the house, you got to go around the back door. And that means you have to uh, devalue yourself. You have to, you know, you have to, you have to shame yourself. You have to tear down your self-image so us as a people can get access to the house by these individuals that so get allowed I just so disagree with that, man. I just so that's, disagree with that. It's a survival mechanism. We so... Who, who, oh, oh, you oh, just oh, said oh, it. You just said it. It's a survival mechanism. We sold drugs. The girls stripped. The girls stripped. The girl, we robbed. We robbed. We've done that's everything. That's supposed to be everybody? But hold now on, you on, think on, you can only do that. No, that's not only. What I'm trying to explain to you is that if if a dope MC comes to me, me rapping conscious you know, music, you're the, you're but the you're, you're the exception. You're the exception. Because you have morals and integrity. You have morals and integrity. You stick but, to a code. But, There's no code but, in this but, There's but no code. If you find, if you find, let's let's no say morality. we find Brooklyn no, Johnny. No code. Right? We find Brooklyn Johnny. No, 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 if, if, <laughs> if a dope MC, if a dope MC, oh, got you. That comes to Brooklyn Johnny. Dope now. Uh-huh. Now is a difference in uh, the, the 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 narrative being different and dope. Right, if, if if that dope MC finds Brooklyn Johnny and Brooklyn Johnny goes, damn, this shit is different. He's gonna sign that artist as well. There's not a system that says in the music industry that if you're not rapping about degrading the urban culture or degrading women or being fucked up, we're not signing you. That's this I, never I, I, been I, I, I that told, narrative. I told, I told yeah, you the story. No, no, he's yeah, making I, a super great point. But this I, never I, I'm, been I'm, that narrative. But this, I'm gonna put this point. But this is what he's saying. I want you to listen to what he just said. Yeah. Because a lot of people can't answer that directly. I will. Okay. Okay. So I took a meeting at Dev Jam, 1997. Me and Tuffy is Channel Live, right? And we had this nice demo. It was after Capital, after Madison, on the downside of Madison. We trying to find our place. We take a meeting with, I'm not gonna name the person, but we take a meeting with this person. Why not? We name persons here. Todd Moskowitz. All right, goddamn. Right? Take a meeting. Todd Moskowitz. Todd Moskowitz. Todd Moskowitz. Todd Moskowitz. Todd I play him the demo. At Dev Jam? Why? He's a lawyer. Why are you meeting with him? Okay. All right, forget it. Go ahead. Because I left your office and you didn't listen to the demo. You didn't listen to the demo. So we played for Todd. We played for Todd. We played for Todd. Todd's like, yo, this shit is hot. I like this. I didn't. But y'all not locking down the block. Y'all not. It's not okay. street enough. And I understand that. Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Right. So that's like, okay. What does that mean? And then we take the same project. Well, not the same project, but we took Carl Thomas, who's on this project, to Bad Boy, and for some reason, 
it could get hurt there. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why. But not. I'm gonna tell you why. But not get hurt. I'm gonna tell you why. No disrespect to Todd Moskowitz, mm -hmm. but Todd Moskowitz don't represent our culture. Whereas Diddy, the ultimate decision maker, does. So he can he can acknowledge this kid is a star, and I can make this with this music and this subject matter. Whereas Todd only believes that it has to be one way. And, and, and he's trying to duplicate what's already out right. there, whereas Diddy's trying to move the culture forward. And that's how come you have a whole thing of moving the culture forward. So if you come to me or anybody else go to any art artist that understands our culture, that understands the culture with a conscious rapper or a political rapper that's dope and is a star, that kid is going to get signed and going to get put. And if he has a hit record, right? Because at the, get, because at the end of the day, it's music but, 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 no, no. And that's the, I just sent you a text. Are we talking about hip hop culture or are we talking about the music? It's two different things. We're talking about the music entertainment business, but we keep going the culture. The culture is somebody that ain't talking about the culture. But Todd was a gatekeeper at that time. No, no, no. And I'm mad at that. Because so was Steve I'm not mad at that either. So was Steve I am mad. I am mad. Because Todd was a gate. Like, what did Eric say? Why are you meeting with Todd Moskowitz? He was a lawyer. He was a lawyer. There were a lot of people that were in the game that were perfect. Their position was more important than it really was, and the real gatekeepers that were there, the puffs, the visionaries, the, the Steve Rifkins, Correct. those, the Chris that wanted to push the culture forward, they didn't have number one the time a lot of the time because they went mm -hmm. to a lot of things, but they also were allowing other people to be a gatekeeper to get to them. So you had to go through levels. People. You had to go yeah. through levels, and those levels were wrong. Right. Okay, no, and, I, and oh, I understand I that. It. Oh, but I think oh, you should I want, I want, I want the years of the talk. No. What's, well, your, what's your opinion? I mean, once, once he, once, once he like broke it all the way down. I see where he's coming from, but like he went exactly where we thought he was going. It's the music business. Right. And when you're doing business, no feelings are involved, Absolutely. no emotion are involved. Right. Yes. Whereas this side of the room is more connected to the culture. James is connected to the culture. Mm -hmm. It's the morality <laughs> of it. Yes. We go back to, okay, all the narratives we live by. All money ain't good money. What's right. understood don't need to be explained. Mm -hmm. So when you say nobody's in the office gonna say, we're not gonna sign you if you're not talking about this, they don't have to say it. They're just gonna close the door in your yeah. face if you come with the wrong shit. But that's your that, no. But that's that's the rationale for why they didn't sign you. But in all reality, they didn't. No, sign not you a signing. Not a signing. No, I'm no. not even. I'm not even talking to, about an individual signing per se. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about how the game has. Like we don't have what we once had. Wait, we don't to have the artists, broad spectrum. There used to be artists developing. We don't have. There, yeah, but, yeah, so but, you can yeah, hear yeah, raw yeah, talent. Yeah, and go, I know. You know but, what? I know. I know. We don't have broad I know, but we're in 2000. I know, but we're in 2020, and the things are moving so fast. That hasn't and, existed and, and, in 20 and, years. Listen, it doesn't matter. What I'm trying to explain to you, the reason why it doesn't exist in 20 years since 2000 is because artists are there's already an artist that's walking in through the door that's ready to go. So whereas you need 18 months, and 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 and, and for me to shake the dice, and I don't know if I'm getting my return, but I know that he's ready to go. I'm going what's ready to go. Ready to go. That's based business. On, ready to go. But we keep hearing people who are talking about business, and you're not wrong. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. But when you yeah, cloak it into culture, culture conversation, culture. you confuse what you're actually talking about. You're not talking about the culture. I am talking if, about no, the culture. If you go to, to the, you go to Def Jam, Arista, and you play hip hop culture in those buildings, you're gonna lose. They have a culture that is specifically corporate 
culture. Yeah, they sell you hip hop dressed merchandise, but the culture in the Def Jam right. building is not. I'll ask this question. It can't and it's branding to say culture. <laughs> I'm gonna call it culture. I'm gonna, jump out. I'm gonna jump out. This is Drink right. Champs, right? I'm gonna jump Please. out. We Please. lost three very important things in the music. You said one, artist development. Artist development. You said another one. Integrity. Yep. And I'm going to say a third, morals. Morality, yeah. of course. Right? Yeah. Because let's see how many followers you have. Let's see how many views you have. No, I don't need to see that. When I look in your eyes and feel your energy, I know you're going to fucking no doubt. go. Right. And no I'm going to put myself behind right. no you. Right. Yep. All right? So we lost that in this game. Yes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because Nori didn't have X amount of million followers. But Nori why? didn't have X amount but, of views. But you, you know what Nori had? Raw fucking talent But you got to ask molded. yourself why, though. Because all the major companies, all the major companies are what? Publicly held companies. So they, have to, so they have to Business answer wise. to it. So they have to answer to the bean counters every Back three months. They don't yes. have 18 months yes. to develop an artist. But it's but that's not fair. Let me ask this question. You understand that. I want to ask one when question. Jam, when Def Jam was a boutique company, we could take, we could take Damn, a Warren G and develop him over 18 months. Let me ask you this. I don't want to say this, but I got to say it. John Moore was developed over time. It's Order in the court. It's not just the decision makers, it's also the viewer. Because the greatest meme that I saw over the last two years that hit me in my gut, did Takashi stick to the code? Three 14-year-old white kids saying, what? No, to me, to me. It's Michael Jordan. It said to me, what code do they need? Mm. Did Takashi stick to the code? And these yep. kids that are listening and consuming said, what code? what code are they talking about? Because we have not instilled that code into our listener, into our viewer. We have not instilled that code into the next generation. And the uh, one thing uh, about Survivor, that's, that's, oh, that's, that's good. We had this conversation. And the question I just wanted to ask, if the dispute is about, you know, the raw talent, right? And we talking about how it used to be versus what it is now. If we go to the charts, out of the top 20 rap songs, how many of them are not talking about shit that people consider negative? No, everybody is. Everybody is. That's, the pro that's a problem. No, but, 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 but the problem is, is that the conscious rap is not where the kids are at right now. But why They're is not that the case? Hold right there. Please, please. Let me have this. Let me have this. I don't believe that, man. You can't because, say that. That's what's happening because in the that's what's in the, uh, That's what's happening. No. That's what's being programmed. That's what's being programmed. That's what's being programmed. It's no such thing as that's all the kids are doing. That's what the fuck they're being told. They're being told to do this. That's why this shit is programming. Radio programming, Who's television programming, the programming, media. Why do you call TV programming? Why do you call radio programming? Why everybody go from wearing jerseys to buttons? Right. Because, because Jay Z said it, and Jay Z told us exactly. The well, Jay Z who said it. is always the biggest artist. The, if I go, if I come to your block, I'm going to take a piss. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. if I come to your, if I come to your block, right, and I have ten artists, and nine of them are the same, and one is different. Who hold on? But one is different. Who stands out? I do twenty four hours a piece every year, right? Most of the folks up there that that good to perform. Got to dress they because it's negative. They cursing all through us. So they got to dress it up. The one who shines is the one who comes out positive, straight, right. conscious. Right. And it sounds labels. Good. 
aren't checking for her. No, labels. And I'm gonna tell you some more real shit. No, that labels like label. Yo, I guarantee you, if that artist has the same criteria that they're signing the other artists on, which are the numbers. Right, so if you get you find a if you find a positive rap artist or a conscious rap artist that has the numbers and has the following, that kid gets the same shot. My only point is that kid gets the same shot as the other right, one. Right, but the shock it's is what's no getting the numbers, the shock value, the violence, whatever the fuck. But really quick, sorry, sorry, really quick. I said this before on Drink Jams before, and this is why I say it, it's our fault, not your fault, our fault, our generation's fault. Because when hip hop started making real money. We stopped being OGs. We stopped passing down the information. No. They don't I, give a fuck about how we feel. You, who you doesn't know, give a fuck? The younger... We stopped oh, caring. Don't we stopped caring. Do you? Right. Absolutely. Okay. How many, how many younger kids, younger kids, I'm talking about 19, 18, 16-year-old kids running around the hood, don't respect the work you put in? Keep it G. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100,000 with you. That's why my platform pops like it does. Because I got 19-year-olds. Okay. I got 20-year-olds. No, 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 no. I got 13-year-olds. No, 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 no. Because of I what I'm saying to you, bro. I'm even in the hood. I want you, I want you, I want you. But answer I'm in the, the hood. But, but you understand my, my question. My question is that the younger kids... But you're proving my point. Oh, I'm going to tell you. The younger kids today... But you're proving my point. Listen, I know just, what you, just hear me out for a second. Just hear me out. <laughs> the younger kids today... Don't give a fuck about the oldie. Because we passed the baton. Exactly. But, 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 I didn't, didn't grow up on Cool Herc or Grandmaster Flash. Right. I didn't, I, I didn't know about them. Right. The guys that I was listening to told me, this is the guy. These I'm gonna are tell the you pioneers. Why they don't These respect. are the architects. And uh-huh. then they so were the guys. guys. I'm going to tell you why they don't respect the older niggas. Okay. Because the older niggas didn't keep up with the times. The older niggas that was uh, in jail. That's the, when, yeah. Hold on. When yeah. hustling changed, when it went from cocaine to digital hustling. Yeah. Now you got a 45-year-old nigga coming home from jail. Right. And his 26-year-old young boy is driving phantoms and shit. Right. So now 25-year-old, 46 years old, now this nigga don't got no money. He don't know how to hustle. He don't know how to go get to a dollar. So now this little nigga that's 20 years younger than him is big homie. What's up, big homie? Because he got money. Only please, I think we're on the same page. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but along the lines of what you're saying, though. Same saying. Now, now watch this. If other people had the same narrative that you had about raw talent, right, mm-hmm. and recognized talent, they would be able to recognize these kids that's not built for some of the shit they talking mm-hmm. about. That's, right. that's why niggas is going to jail. That's, that that's why they carrying guns just because they said it in their lyrics. That's why they doing dope. But, because, you, but, you, but you, hold on, hear me out. Say, oh, but hear me okay. out. They doing this shit because they, it's not in them. It's yeah. on them. Yeah. So what they doing is essentially they fronting. Mm-hmm. And they putting themselves, they putting themselves in 100%. bad situations. Whereas if somebody would have said, if a motherfucker come around me talking that fly shit, I'm gonna see straight through him and tell him, fall back, young boy, you bugging, that ain't even you. And they gonna respect Nobody's that. Nobody's doing they that. They respect boy. that a thousand and that's times. That's why the young is fuck with me. The dream. That's they why the young is fuck with me, because I keep it a buck with them. But this is the exact reason why I You gotta have a certain, hold on. But you gotta have a certain pedigree. I'm Hold on, but you gotta have a certain pedigree to say fall back, young boy. Because if not, I got it. I know you, but there's not so many of you. You got it too. Hold on, and I do and I do it. But here's what I'm trying to explain to you. What I'm trying to explain to you is that when you try to give these young kids game today, and I know because my son 
runs with these young kids. There's a whole slew of young kids that I'm like, yo, this is what you need to do. And it don't sound like Akon right now. Right, but no, but certain, no, fuck no, hell no. But certain, 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 some, some of these young kids, some of these young kids are sitting there going, yo, OG is hating on me. Right, OG don't understand. Right. OG don't want it. OG want us to do it his way. We don't do it that way no more. He's right though. But you that's because me? that's when you stop talking to him because right. you're talking at him. No, that's no, where it goes no, wrong. Right. Right. No. And it's a, a former school no, no, no. teacher, right? Oh, 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 oh. Come on, come on, come on. I would like you. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. No, that's all good. It's all good. But but you're right because sometimes when they come to, talking to him and talking about him, take it from there. No, I mean because that's that's a that's a large part of the problem. Right. Older dudes don't know how to communicate. Uh So when you're talking to young dudes, and this goes to having young dudes under you, this goes to parenting, this goes to teach. Like, you have to talk to people. Kids are not fucking walls. You just talk to them how you want to. You have to communicate. You have to talk to them and not at them because that's when all of that rebellion starts. That's when it turns into, man, you old. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Versus, listen, I know what you're doing. You know what I mean? What Hov said, one of the illest shits. I've been I that. know where you're going. I see where you're going. Yeah. I read your mind's navigational. Yeah. I read your mind's navigational system. Right. I see where you're going. I did this shit, but it's yeah. a way to say it that, that that it don't sound like you when your mom said it. Right. I've been there and I done that. That's not gonna get it. But when you have a conversation, I do this shit every day. On this Instagram Live, I've been on this shit every single day since May 2016. Every day. I'm about to miss my live because I'm here right now, but it's cool, I'll catch up later. What I'm saying is, that consistency, that dedication, that talking the same shit every day and talking to them in their language is why a woman can get on my live and say, I want you to meet my 11-year-old son because every time I'm on your live, he's listening and he wanted to meet you because he respect you. Uh-huh. 11. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Because I talk to these people, man. Uh-huh. When, you, when you get to talking that old shit and you broke, they're not listening to that 100%. shit when you're talking to Adam. You got to talk to them. And, and you keep saying today these kids. I feel personally that it goes beyond this generation right now and that there's a domino effect, right? And there's, the dominoes goes back a little bit. And that's what we need to understand. You keep saying right now, of course. Right now, what you're saying makes total sense. But it goes beyond right now. We have to identify the source, is what I'm saying. And, and what, but you also have to identify the motivational factors. Because that's what a lot of people don't even get into. What's the motivational factor for this girl to do what she's doing, or this kid to say what he's saying, or this one to join this environment, or this one to get into this? I got a 22-year-old nephew, my blood. He's got a record popping right now called Wooty in New York City. It's my nephew. Get away from that. Take that red off. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Put your money into this. Put your money into that. And they're starting to listen. So there is change That's being made. They're starting to. You know why? That's great. Because, because they saw the last generation and they saw how that fell apart. Because these kids don't own anything. They're using Ubers. They're, taking, they're using Airbnbs. They don't understand ownership. The independent artists are starting to understand ownership. Right. So it is changing, but there's more change that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Because nice. it's a cultural exclusion that's happening because that Todd Moskowitz mm-hmm. has been moved out of the way. Mm-hmm. Because there's a streaming service that takes away all of that. How I could be me. And it makes the artist actually the boss now. And it makes the artist responsible talking about accountability right. and talking about vulnerability. Because vulnerability is because if you do this shit the wrong way, you're gonna mess up. And accountability because you have to get your URL, you have to get your swipe up, you have to get everything done. So it becomes accountable. 
But you know what? We were the ones who had to tell you guys how to be accountable. You said you didn't know about investments in this and that. It was our job to do that. It's still our job because we're still here. Right. So who brought Reebok to violate it? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know about that? Get this you want to go there? I don't know. You want to go there? I don't know. Reebok didn't come to violate Violator went to Reebok and said, you're missing it. Missing the wave? Like Max B? Allen Iverson was signed to Reebok. Why? Allen Iverson was going to be a Jordan ball player. Allen Iverson said, why should I sign to your company? There ain't nobody that look like me, walk like me, talk like me, or comes where I come from in this company. Reebok created a team called the Drop Squad. Drop Squad was run by Q Gaskins, James Cruz, Rob Purvey, and a few other individuals, and Dawn Marie Gray. I like how you threw yourself in there very lightly. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. So now, we have the Drop Squad. Allen Iverson signs a lifetime deal to Reebok. It was never thought of before. Hugh Gaskins becomes his head of marketing on his hip like an like an A&R would to an artist. Did you say lifetime though? A lifetime deal. He gets this paid. Is the first lifetime for his, deal? The first ever lifetime deal. Oh, ever Jordan signed. had the first lifetime deal. It was a lifetime deal. It was an ownership okay. deal. Okay. Different bargain. There's a lifetime deal with Reebok. Right? Remember, I went from a blood to a crib. I was Reebok. I still do Jordan to this day for 17 years doing marketing. Jesus. Let's respect this. So, let's be clear. <laughs> let's be clear. Let's go. Steve Stout's a genius. Signs Jay-Z to a deal with Jay-Z puts out the Gucci sneaker. Remember that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's that Sold that in one weekend. Three days sold out all the shoes. Reebok saw an opportunity. Paul Fireman, the president of Reebok, says, wait, we got to do this more in the urban space. Q Gaskins calls James Cruz and says, hey. Hold on, tell me. Do you see this name? Don't want to. <laughs> don't don't lie. <laughs> I told you, it sounds like I'm lying. That's your color. <laughs> No <laughs> Versace's brother's names out. <laughs> you like my life? Twelve minutes. You like yeah, my life? I love your life. Just want to it out. So now, James Cruz is that violator. Q Gaskins calls James Cruz. Hey, can you help me with this shoe? What shoe? As Doc Carter. Ah, I want to help you with this shoe called the G Unit. The G Six. G Six is in existence. We go up to Reebok. Did you make that up yourself? No, I didn't make it up. The, G, the G6 was a copy of a shoe we already did. What people don't know, Allen Iverson's first shoe was already for sale. Nobody bought it until we slid his foot in it. Then it went crazy. So it wasn't about design, it was about endorsement. It was about association. It was about putting the hottest ball player with braids in his hair in front of that. So now we go up there, Lighty's locked up, go to Boston. Okay, you keep saying Lighty's locked up. I don't know why he's getting jailed for. You know, you know, there, there were just time tickets, speeding, dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? So he got locked up like that because the island. You want the truth? Yes. Eric knows this to be true, and we could do the research. Right. Somebody went through TSA with something in their bag that shouldn't have been in their bag by mistake. Mm. Are you looking at me like this? Did you know the story? Did you know the story? You know the story. Remind me the story. Chris had a registered weapon in his backpack and walked through TSA with it. And then who? and then had to go answer for it. It was legal. It wasn't illegal. Who? want the truth. I want the truth. I, got I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know who, who, who. What artist was he with? Chris went through TSA by himself. By himself. I don't believe you. But it's you don't believe me? No, I feel like it's something else. <laughs> 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 do, me, do, me, do, me, do 
you hear that? Uh, you want me? You want you want to dial a number and no, that's confirm right. it? No, that's no, right. You want to dial a number and confirm no, it? It was a mistake. It was a mistake. He grabbed the wrong bag out the car. What's that? Did the same thing. Blue Wins was 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 the same thing. Relax, I was going to finish my story. <laughs> he was right in jail now. right now for that same crime, and now he's just been released. Oh. And I don't think Chris would make the same mistake as It was Aiden over Yo, would I lie to a dead man's soul? So, 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 so would listen, I lie to a dead man's soul? No, what I'm trying to say is we should just praise you all Santana as well, because he made the same mistake <laughs> as Chris White. What's his name? Williams did that too. Blue Wings. You know the manager? Oh, Blue yeah. Williams? From Outcast? Yeah. yeah. From Outcast, yeah. I heard this story. I did not hear this I think, story. I think, I, and I don't know the, the 100% facts, really but really I think cool his girl hair. put his gun in a bag. And when he went to pack the bag, he didn't know. All right, so let's just say this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just be clear. What the fuck is Blue Wings <laughs> doing with a gun? <laughs> and Chris fucking Lighty doing with a fucking gun. Did you, hear, did you hear somebody just grabbed the wrong bag out the car? I think I said that. So the wrong bag was grabbed I out the car. I don't believe you, being honest. Word is bond. Chris Lighty Word grabbed is the bond. wrong bag. That's why so many hip-hop Word artists fly private. Wasting their money. So we get up to Reebok. We have the conversation. We do the deal, the G6. Like Chris G6. said, take the table. Uh-huh. We want all the marketing. We want the commercials. We want the videos. Right. Secret to the success of the G unit sneaker. Yes. We had $1 million. They said $1 million to try you out. We did the sneaker. We called Jesse Torero. We wrote the treatment. Treatment was Eye of the Tiger. Mm. 50 Cent was Mr. T working on a dirty-ass gym. Mm. At the end of the thing, the kids run up the stairs. He has the vitamin water thing. He's sitting in the mirror like this. G- G6. Mm. Boom. There's only 675000 left after it's all said and done. That's all we have to, to advertise on television. Mm. Where do you advertise? You take the number one urban TV show and we own the BET Awards. Every other commercial was the G6. Uh, and, we sold, and we sold 126,000 pairs of sneakers Cut in them. one week. Pop another bottle. And we sold 3.4 million. I don't trust you no more at this point. I'm just gonna pop my own bottle. Yeah. But, but the, the relevance of them trusting us, a publicly traded company that didn't understand anything about hip hop culture, needed us, like Eric says, and we delivered. That's the difference. A lot of people take the money and don't deliver. No doubt. So you don't get a second chance. No doubt. We delivered, and we delivered multiplied. That's and the G6. And actually, and actually, no, the G6. Over delivers all of it. We multiplied the right, delivery. Right. And we believe multiplied it, And believe it or not, most of the consumers who was buying the G6, when they see other flavors, they didn't determine that that wasn't 50 cent shit. So they was just buying it. They were into vitamin water. But wait, but what But wait, but what do we do? We took the G6 and we went on tour called the Rock the Mic Tour with Jay Z. What did Reebok own? The NFL and the NBA. So in every market, we wore the jersey and Reebok the changes. The yeah, they no, owned think, the license. I think, I think we got to talk about. I think I think we got to talk about Buster Rhymes, Pastor Cavassier. Oh no, we're talking about Mountain Dew before you get to Pastor Cavassier. And Mountain Dew okay. well, giving... I'm just here to listen. Mountain Dew giving Buster Rhymes a bunch of money to do a commercial where he's screaming, park an 18-wheeler truck in front of the Nico Hotel during a convention, playing Blasphemous music, and putting the commercial out. And on top of that, delivering Mountain Dew refrigerators and sodas to all the program directors mm-hmm. across the country. Sounds like something we know called vitamin water, huh? Yeah. 
I don't know who made that, <laughs> that <laughs> noise, but I'm in. When he made Pastor oh, Cavassier, he single-handedly saved the company. That one record. I gotta correct you on that. He independently saved a whole town. Town, yeah. yes. The town yeah. of Cognac, France. France. Yes. Who wow. had a Chinese embargo yes. placed on yes. The whole the, the town itself, China had placed an embargo on. Don't mind me about the Latin of the Right? <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, the Cavassier came out like six months after this thing happened, sold so much alcohol that year, it literally saved the entire Thai town. Do the Yak friend. Now, I learned that from Ozzie Davis and Ruby D. But do the math. The entire liquor business was down 28%. Yes, sir. Mm. Look it up. Cavasse was yes, up sir. 12%. Yes, sir. So it was actually, I thought it was like 26 no, it was up. It was up 12%. Okay. And, and then we, we, we peaked out at like 23, 25, yeah. something like that. But it was up 12%. Yeah. So the business was down 28%. I'm not going to lie. You know, you, you know you, you know who you, you and sometimes, I'm being honest with you. I just have to be honest. Like you remind me of like a young El Chapo right now. The way you your numbers, your numbers get outside. I about yo, you know why? I said I should have said Bill Gates. You know why? Because those numbers were you getting those checks. No, alright, alright, I'm so sorry. Alright, those numbers were you getting those checks. Because we played the numbers. Alright, alright, come on, sorry. I I meant that in the most respectful way ever. Like the story is that that Boston that that Cavassier, just like Cristal, didn't want to really be associated with the, her, oh, the hip hop culture. Cavassier didn't want to be associated. No, they didn't no. even want to. They didn't even want to support. They didn't want to give tour support. They wanted to give tour support. Cavassier so that wasn't pre-negotiated. That he just no, did that because he liked. No. This is what I'm trying to explain. Like, like this is this is all right. I'm trying to explain is that the culture. Dictate business, and then and then it just happens organically. That's when that's when the biggest moves happen when they aren't planned. Okay, I, I, I sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, because you're talking, you you're like talking that? this crazy <laughs> shit. Right? So you're telling me, all right, all right. I said, this is a two part of a story. You don't need to do all that, bro. One part, you're doing too much. Mr. One part is, and we gotta let Buster tell this story too. Wanted to do it because he wanted to do it. Buster did the record. No, he made the record. He made the record. He liked Cavassier. No, he liked That's what I'm trying to say. So <laughs> at some point, somebody told him, yo, y'all, they ain't a part of us. So you said at one point, Buster wanted to do it. No, they no, made the did. record. He made the record. The record okay. came out. The record, first, first, off, first, off, first off, the album version of the record isn't the single that Pharrell right. and I Listen, the album version of the version is all Busta. Yes. All Busta, yes. right. I heard The that. single is Pharrell, Busta, and Diddy. Yeah. Right? The one that, that, that saved the town, the mm -hmm. one that 12% that Cavassier was up. Yes, but the problem is that just like Cristal, they didn't want to be associated with hip hop culture. Trying to avoid the story. That's why I reiterated it last time. <laughs> but he's going there. Let's go there. Let's, Let's go. go. Continue. They, they didn't want to be involved they with hip hop. They didn't even want to give. They didn't even want to give tour support. No, no tour support at all. Fuck giving him the rightful hundred million dollars, which would have been a fraction of what they made, mm -hmm. just to secure the rest of his life. That's because a for one record, Buster deserved. A hundred million to two hundred million dollars minimum, mm -hmm. just for the impact of what that record did. 
made me want to drink Garbasier. But I have you to know what? And then what came after that? Who had the next deal? Who was the first person that had a deal with Patron? Paul Mitchell came to us and handed Missy Elliott at the MTV mm-hmm. Awards mm-hmm. a gallon Patron. She was supposed to be the next face. But then her numbers, because her, her, her fan base was skewed too young, couldn't do the deal. So all of these, so all of these Ciroc deals that Diddy and everybody has, they should salute Buster. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping a G with I'm you. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, but, but even then, but even then, but wait a minute, time out. Let's, let's go before that. We got to salute St. Ives. As much as I don't like to, from a marketing For perspective. Wu-Tang? Wu-Tang? No. Ice Cube. Ice Cube and Ice Cube. Yeah. 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 Came Nine. before Wu-Tang? Oh, came yeah. before that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first ever, the first ever sneaker deal in all of hip hop? Adidas. Uh, they didn't do a deal with uh, they, they just had a the first but, ever yeah, that was, deal again, structure again it was fair. Method, Method Man Method Man Reebok Classics but what happened with Yes Nigga deal with G-Unit did you hook that up too um, it was really honestly it was a team of people that really put that whole thing together and Paul Fireman saw the opportunity but Paul Fireman took the opportunity and then sold Reebok to Adidas uh-huh. so he Wait, Reebok is owned by Adidas, Adidas. Reebok is owned well, by Adidas I'm, purely I'm, I'm, because of Kanye I'm so not rich I I purely because of Kanye. I am. The, 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 the play was you had, Jay, you had Jay over here, you had 50 over here, and then you had this Allen Iverson lifetime there. And I remember Allen Iverson was the bad boy NBA. You know, 50 was a bad boy hip hop, and Jay Z is Jay. And they had the whole culture within this whole rebound thing, and he sold it for $786 million. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my life together, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm still hanging out. But the the fact of the matter is that corporate America was able to deal with us because you had people bridging the gap and explaining to them that we could deal in a professional level. That's why that's why why I always that's why I always look up to Steve Stout because of what he's doing from Madison Avenue to hip hop and bridging the gap and calling. And Steve is one of the greatest ever. His translation the translation company is phenomenal. What he what he what he's did with with Hewlett Packard and. Even the Chris Paul commercials think with State if, Farm, if, if, if all Chris was still here, I'm so sorry. Chris was still here. I apologize Chris, see, because I didn't like you know I had Steve out on the show. Yeah. I had Steve out on the show, and I asked him. I said if Chris was still here, and then he kind of g- gave Chris a little shade. And we could go to the footage. Um, um, you know, yeah, but there's a lot of history there. in that relationship. You can't. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. friendly competition. No, there's a lot of history in that relationship. No, 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 there's not. There's a lot of history in that relationship. No, but I want I wanted to say I want to say from people that know Chris. Because I disagree with him. But he was on my show, so I let him say what he had to say. Because I've never seen nobody make me money like Chris Light. I never. No one has ever made me money like Chris Light. That's me. I can't quote for you. I can't quote for you. Nobody. But I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, Chris, Chris Light had the biggest impact. Chris Light and Foxy Brown had the biggest impact in my life. 100%. If Chris was still here, on everything that I believe in my heart, Chris could have been the president of Apple Music. Chris could have been the president of Def Jam. Chris could have been the president of, of Google. Yeah. That's how great Chris Lighty was. Yeah. Because he had a vision. Yeah. But he not only a vision, that man had the drive. Yeah. That poker face. And he, and he knew how to and he knew and he knew how to and he knew how to get the check. There's there's a couple of executives in the music business that know how to get the check. Stout, Lighty. Jay Brown, shout out to Jay Brown from, from Rock Nation. Like, they know how to get the check. Chris was one of those guys that knew how to get the check. So, it, Chris, Chris is like so many different, Chris is like, like James, right? Chris is like Diddy. Chris is like Jay. No, 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 oh, I'm like Chris. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm like Chris. Gotta well, get I'm just present. comparing you. Okay. Thank okay. you for that. Thank you for that. I'm what I'm saying to you is that 
when you get to a certain level, you're gonna be in this game for as long as you want. Like as this, this you you you're gonna determine your exit. If Chris was here right now, and wait, he was sitting on this, hold up. If Chris was sitting here, you 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 will determine your exit. You determine when you want to stop because you know so much about the business, and there's always a sea of new talent, and there's always a sea of new business. And once you understand how to get to the money. Back the Brink, Brink's truck up, not the bag, but back mm. the Brink's truck up, which Chris Knight did. So it's no doubt that he would still be here and survive and be. Survive. Survive. Yeah. Like Chris said, it's a But you know what? If Chris, is, if Chris was still here, a lot of these. Um, it's like asking a bigger pop. Because it's a but day. But it's like, no way. It's like if asking a bigger pop was still here. It's a day It's a day that you you um, you hit me and you're just like, yo. I want to do a Chris um, um, tribute. And I, I was like, yo, James, you know, we can't do it on drink chance because I would like everyone to be here. But you still, you still, you know, you, you had, you had, you was passionate. <clears throat> so you hit uh, Fat Joe. Joe, you guys did it like a, a the Instagram thing. An Instagram thing. And everybody called me the next day. Like your Nori, Chris deserved better. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, and call me, call everybody. Call me. To and there was only and there was only three people that stood up. You know who stood up? Eric Nix, Tiffany Lighty, Fat Joe. Yeah. Oh, everybody yeah, else kind of was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You know what's so fine? But you know, I spent that day on the phone with Tiffany Lighty because I don't. I'm gonna sound like a real asshole, but fuck it. Chris Lighty not only changed my life. Mm. Chris Lighty not only taught me everything I know. Mm. Chris Lighty also changed my soul. Mm. Because at one time I loved him mm. so much, at another time I hated him so much that I didn't know why. And when you dive into that soul and find out why you're dealing with it, you start dealing with self. Yeah. Mm. So Chris Lighty taught me about myself. Mm. Chris Lighty taught me not about just how to make money, mm. how to do the deal, the art of the deal. Chris Lighty taught, Chris Lighty taught me how to Man. look in the mirror and accept me Chris, for who I am. Chris went with me to my to buy my first crib. Like this is a guy I work for, and he was like, "Yo, hold on, before you go buy this crib, I gotta hold your hand through this process." Like this is who he was. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he he made all of us straight. Mona Scott, I don't know where she lives at now, but Mona Scott, when Chris left yeah. his crib, she lives she lived in his crib. And, yeah, and, West Orange. Yeah, yeah, West Orange. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like these. Down the block. Yeah, like these, yeah. these. This is who this guy was. Like this guy was responsible for so many different people. And that no, it was across the street. You know, but, but, no, yeah. but to, your, to your point, I, I don't want to leave it alone. Please don't. It, leave I don't want to leave it alone because Chris never got his roses when he was here. That's why. I, that's why I'm here. And I'm gonna keep that alive. And you know no what? Doubt. But not only that, I'm gonna give you your roses. I'm gonna give you Eric's roses. My God. I'm gonna give Shabazz's roses. I'm gonna give Marty his, uh, y'all roses. I'm gonna give Hakeem his Game roses. Because you know why? <laughs> Think about it is, I love to give somebody else their roses. You feel me? It doesn't take anything yeah. away from me because you know why? If I look at all of you five people right here, this is what makes hip hop. No doubt. It's Everybody's different. No doubt. Everybody don't gotta relate to everybody. I don't got the same story. But you know what? We all love the motherfuckers who make this shit happen. happen. Yeah. And that's all. That's it. Yeah. That's it. But you know what, Nori? We gotta, we gotta honor Chris. No, let's honor no, Chris. No, no, we, no, 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 not just here. 
Okay. You gotta honor Chris. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because, and and I'm, I'm not gonna get emotional. No, get emotional. We all right. That's Chris, fine. Chris deserved. Mm. Chris deserved a lot more. Mm. Yeah. And he deserved to be. You know, we can all perceive, think of scenarios. We should have been there for Chris. Because at that moment when he left us, he needed us more than ever. All right, all right so uh, hold on, James. I didn't want to go there. I just didn't know, man. Hold on, hold on. Tell I, me, yeah, I, I didn't, tell I me. didn't know you were struggling. I didn't want to go. You went there. You went there. I didn't want to go there, but I don't think Chris killed himself. I know, he didn't. No, he didn't. I, I don't think Chris killed himself. Wow. Eric it Nicks. don't make sense. No. It does not. It doesn't make sense. We walked around with the bulletproof vests and hammers for three years. I ain't no street cat. Yeah. Or a lot of them. But we, 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 we were different. And, and you know what? Mistakes happen. And I'm not going to blame anybody. This is heavy. I'm not going to blame anybody, but my brother wasn't good with guns. And sometimes when you argue and you don't know, when you argue with somebody that you think loves you and they really don't, when you argue to fight for what's right, when you argue to do what's right, when you argue to survive, you're in a bad frame of mind because you're making moves based on desperation and not based on strategic thought process. And if Chris, for whatever reason, raised that gun and there was one in the chamber and he didn't know, or whether that was something that happened that somebody else did it, at the end of the day, Chris should have never been alone. He should have never been alone. I don't give a fuck. My brother, yeah, I'm gonna keep it real with my you. brother left I wasn't us invited to the wedding because I didn't think that he should have married her. I did a, when Chris married that day, I had, I had an old school, I went to scores. I had an old school Italian dude that, the day I got married, gave me a poker chip. He said, marrying somebody is like betting on a horse. Make sure you bet on the right horse and hand me that poker chip. Can you imagine me at not, can you imagine Betting me not at Chris Lady's wedding? Just think about that. I was there. I, yeah, we were there. We, we all were, sat there. We, we, were, we, were, we were in, we were shooting a violated compilation video in, in not too far from it. It was like an hour up 95, right? I, don't, I forget the name of the song it was, right? And Chris told me that he was going to marry her. And I looked at Chris and I said, yo, dog, I don't think that's a good move. I told him, I, like, me and Chris had a relationship where I could tell him how I felt. And I said, yo, bro, I'm telling you, I understand how you feel. You're having fun. You're enjoying yourself. A lot of fun. She's a beautiful woman. It's not a good move. Why did you say it's not a good move? Because she's just not, she just, I, I, I mean, I, I think she that. She feel right to you? No. Man, I don't think that. It, I don't man. think that. I, I say it. Nah. That bitch was evil, man. Okay. That bitch I, was evil. I, I, I'm going to say it, Nori. I, 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 that woman was evil, man. Come on, Nori. Stop. Listen, let's stop beating around the book. You have a real I, conversation. I, I, okay, let's, let's tell a story. Let's tell a story. Let's tell a story. So we making the, uh, we down in, in Atlanta with Jermaine Dupree. And we're making a record with Jermaine Dupree for the Violated Compilation album. Jermaine Dupree's producing a record. That night, we go to the Gold Club in Atlanta. Right? And... She was, she was on the trip with us in Atlanta. So we go to the gold club. Chris peels off for a few minutes, comes back. She starts beefing with Chris, 
right? And then she goes and she grabs one of the stripper girl's hair and starts fighting one of the stripper girls, right? Security grabs her, Chris grabs security, I grab security, we all tumbling down the stairs in the fucking gold club. We up in the VIP area now. It's CeeLo Green, Jermaine Dupree, um, I, it was a lot so, of people. There's so many different artists there, right? Buster came, but Buster left. It's crazy. Homegirl has always been the problem. And I'm like, yo, Chris, have fun with her. Just don't make it permanent. Don't build a life with her. That was my opinion. I, I said it on... Um, Cactus Jack. Yeah. Not Cactus Jack. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, Combat Jack. Jack. I said it on the Combat Jack show, and I'm saying it now. I just didn't think that he should marry her. He did. I think that I was right about it. I didn't get invited to the wedding because it was very obvious about how I felt and I couldn't sit there and celebrate my man knowing that he was making a mistake and he made the mistake and I, I ultimately believe that whatever, whoever pulled that trigger, whether it was Chris or whether it was somebody else, she's the culprit. Okay, so basically, you don't think Chris killed herself? No. I can't, I, you can't convince me of that. Uh, Do you think Chris kills her? I think Chris made a very bad mistake. I don't think I he... need you to answer that one. No, no. I think you... I think it was a mistake. I don't think he meant but to kill I himself. I say yes or no. Do I you think, think I think I think he was fighting with her and said, "Yo, you want me to die, bitch? This what you pay. He didn't know there was one in the chamber. So you're saying yes? I think it was a mistake. Yeah. I only got this story from a street perspective. You know, I didn't get it firsthand. You know, I wasn't. You know, James was family, obviously, at the time. I was, I was, I was called up, up there when it happened yeah. to deal with everything. Yeah, so when, so it, when, it, when it, by the time it was circulating in it, you know what I'm saying, it hit the homies. I think I was, a matter of fact, I was, me and Prime was together. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I was in the Rest trouble. Rest in peace, Prime. Me and Prime man. was together. Rest in peace, Prime. God bless. Bad man. God bless. And, uh, yeah. Good dude, man. And, uh, yeah, you said I keep him with me. Always. You know what I'm saying? I, um, me and Prime was together when we was, he was like, Prime was actually mad. Prime was like, man, I don't believe you, man. I ain't, I, don't, I ain't feeling that. Like, we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what the initial sentiment was. Like, that's, that's just not what we do. We don't take ourselves out. But, you know, but those stories, then it turned into, was it really him and what really happened? So, it's, I, I, I backed up off of it because I, I'm too close to too many people that's close to him. The story was they found him in the, in, in, in the river. And that it was somebody that you mentioned earlier. Well, that was on. the first street story. Well, hold on, Molly. What you, what, what did you think? I don't. I, I'm not. I'm, I don't have. I wasn't yeah. really around. Oh, right. um, the only. I was only around. Um, you know, when when that happened, I was on a plane with Missy heading to Miami to do a tonight show. The fuck do you know um, everything to fuck? What you mean? You know, and, and I you just know, said you didn't know what happened. Missy is the fucking violator. I remember when. You know, Mona got the call, um, Jeez. and I was on the play with Missy, and Mona was supposed to come meet us because we were doing, um, Tim was uh, releasing his liquor, and they were doing a show at the Fountain Blue, and um, I mean, Mona was destroyed. Missy, I mean, I mean all of us, I, I didn't work closely to Chris, but I, I told you we wanted to do Violator of the South at Slip and Slide because of the impact the culture had, I mean, his company had, and, and I mean, 
I mean, just the type of person that he was, man, he just always accepted responsibility for everybody, for his personal family, for his brothers, for his sisters, for his mother, for his father, for the staff that work with him, from me and James and Mona and Akina and Yvette to Lori and everybody, Gail, everybody that worked like he, he, he always just assumed responsibility for everybody. And sometimes, and, you, and this, this is a meme that goes around Facebook, sometimes the strong dude needs to be checked on too. And um, I don't think that, I don't think that we, I don't think that we was smart enough to do that because it was Chris. Right, like it, you know, like you know. Let me just stop you for one minute, uh, Hakeem. I just want to get your your yeah. your perspective too. Um, because I didn't know Chris very well. You right. know, I knew him. Um, always had an open door for me. Chris was just never took me as the person that would take his life. Very uh, self secure, strong person who didn't seem to take things too deeply, like that. So, but well, thank you, brother. You got anything, EFN? No, I'm too on the outside to speak on. All right, all right. that's cool. But you know, let's go back. Let's go back to E, and then go right back to you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that was it for me. I just, you know, he just, he just had a lot of stuff on his shoulders, yeah. and then you know, losing, losing the level of money that he lost with Madoff. With Madoff mm. was right. five million dollars. Was right. you know that shit was. I'm gonna be honest. This is a conversation. Never wanted that. Right. I've never heard about this. This Madoff conversation. The Bernie Madoff thing? I thought this was like some crazy shit that I read in the New York Times. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why. Like, because this investment that Chris involved me in. I was like, yo, Michael Owens, I was involved. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, Michael Owens, what? This Disney? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I did shit. <laughs> The other shit you just said. Yeah. I mean, let's let you know if we're gonna. I don't know if you're gonna use this. Let's let's go through the timeline. Chris was living in the Bronx. That part in the townhouse, bro. In the living Westchester. in the townhouse. Yeah. He moved, to Yonkers. he moved to Yonkers. He moved to like Yonkers. Nah, I, I didn't know. Him it was basically time. on. We didn't. Nobody was running. He know. had. He, the violator was doing a deal with Primary Wave. Uh huh. Violator. Chris. No, this is after. Violator Chris was doing a deal. Oh, hopefully, going, primary way. Primary way is a management the, the company based out of London, yeah. based out of UK. Okay. And um, you know, Chris, you know, was doing a couple things, and um, he got some really bad news. Consecutive days, um, and I don't want to speak on details of certain deals that I wasn't involved in, but I know there was bad news. And um, when the call came in, I was sitting in the barber chair. And I called Bus, and Bus was crying. Yo, no, oh, dog. And I knew what it was. And then the streets rumors started. And then Ebro calls me. Ebro says, you got to get up here right now. We need you. Remember Doja? Uh -huh. Not Doja Cat. Doja from the Hip Hop Police. Oh, the dude with the curly hair? So Doja at one time had uh, some medical things that we, we helped him deal with. And Chris was involved. So Chris is a great dude. And um, we need you to deal with this. And then I got up there, and, and there are a couple of artists now, I won't say names. And, but it was more like, you got to deal with this. We need somebody who could deal with this on a different level, could talk to these dudes. And um, I was there, and, and, and there was a lot of emotion. There was a lot of anger. There was a lot of finger pointing. There was a lot of confusion. 
but most of all, it was a lot of hurt and pain. Because he meant so much to us. Right. And um, when we went to the funeral, certain people didn't speak, certain people didn't talk. Oh, certain, people, yeah. Yeah. certain people didn't talk, and then there were people that spoke at the funeral that had no, had no reason to speak at the funeral. <laughs> no question. There were certain people no that question. spoke that had nothing to do with this no man. Question. No there was a lot of acting, there was a lot of fainting, there was yeah, a lot of bullshit. Yeah, it was crazy. There was a lot of yeah. distraction yeah. that was going on. Yeah. And um, I'm going to share a very personal story. No question. Because when the funeral was over, and if anybody was there, they know he was in a mausoleum and he's in a wall. And like I remember I told you, we were best friends and we were arch nemesis at a time. And we were, two, a month and a half before he passed, he came to my birthday party and Batman and Robin were getting back together. So I was heartbroken that Batman and Robin wasn't getting back together. Because Batman was calling. Much as I wanted to act like I was Batman, I wasn't. He was always Batman. And nobody wanted to walk after it was all over. You know how when it was over, everybody says goodbye to the casket and walks. And I'm standing there with, with Lemurie, my wife, and my sister Danielle, and um, my wife gives me the nudge. I'm broken up. No, I'm not doing it. She says, you need, to, you need to do it. So I'm the first one that walks over to the casket. I'll never forget this to the day I passed. He had a Pittsburgh Steelers sign on his casket because he was the biggest Lynn Swan fan on the face of the earth. No doubt. And there was a Pittsburgh Steelers sign sitting there. And I said, yo, B, it's all over with. I love you, man. I'm going to miss you. And I turned and his son was there. And I said to his son, your father's a great man. We're going to miss him. Don't ever forget your father's a great man. And I looked in that person's eyes and I saw evil. I saw evil in that woman's eyes, so I knew. Uh, and my wife grabbed me because she knew I was about to say the wrong thing at that moment. I couldn't hold it. So my evil wife, in the woman's eyes? I saw evil in the woman's eyes. And Lee Marie grabbed me and said, let's go. Right, and we walked downstairs. And if anybody goes to visit Chris, like I do, I do go visit him. He talks to me. I walked down the stairs and my wife and my sister made a right and I made a left. And when I made a left, Chris's spirit came to me and smacked the shit out of me like he always did. He had a black suit on and he had a tie, skinny ass tie. He said, it's your turn. It's your turn, and a B. black shirt. A white shirt with a black skinny tie. Okay, right. He said, it's your turn. It's your turn, B. Yo, B, don't fuck this up like I did. Don't fuck this up like I did. Oof. You're the last one left, B. Oof. And, um, when he said that, I looked. He was crying. Chris Lighty never cried. Chris Lighty had the best poker face you'll ever see in business and in personal. Mm -hmm. And his spirit left. And I turned and I walked back to my wife. And I'm a little shaken up. And my sister says, who were you talking to? And my wife says, yeah, who was the guy in the black suit? I said, that was Chris. I'm gonna cry now, Nori, I'm sorry. Well, we lost a good man, great man, a great father, a great leader, a great manager. But we lost. It's like all the other people in hip hop, we lost. But we lost key link to what holds us together. His anniversary is coming up. 
And to say that I'm sitting here with Eric Nixon, sitting here with you, is to say that his spirit's still alive. Been alive. Because without Chris, we wouldn't be where we're at. But again, Chris doesn't get the credit, the love that he deserves. Fuck the artist shit. Fuck the executive shit. As yeah. a man. Yeah. As a man. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in my sobriety, in my sobriety, Chris told me to get clean. If you want to know the truth, why I left Violator was because I got screwed in the vitamin water deal. But I was so messed up mentally, Chris told me, you get straight, there'll be no stopping you. I wasn't ready to listen. Up to the Violator. So now if I could say one thing is, yo, Please. Chris, I'm sorry and I love you. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm sorry to change the tone in here. Nah, but nah like, fuck that. You know, good. That's we, my brother. We here with you, bro. That's my brother and um, We here with you, bro. If it wasn't for him, there'd be no Nori, there'd be no Bust, there'd be no Missy, there'd be no 50, there'd be, you know, and you got to give him credit where credit's due. Because we're not going to let his spirit die or his message die. Tell us if we want to make some noise for that. Should we make some noise right now? (laughs) James, we really appreciate it because you know that's 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 not what Dream Champ. Dream Champ's the problem is just being real, man. Uh That's just that's just all it is. You know what I'm saying? I I feel like you had to say something. No, no, I'm, I'm. I feel blessed to be a part of this. Thank you for having me, Eric, for inviting me. No doubt, right here, James. I've known for. For Evan today, just met the queen for the first time today. Oh, you don't Down. know Molly? No. Listen, man, you get, get your life right if you want to be a lover. I think it's enough. Oh, yeah. There's more happening. Jabby. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important for us to give each other our roses, and I want to keep that spirit of life that Nori talked about. It's important for us to celebrate each other, acknowledge yeah. each other. That's what drink is about. Absolutely what it's we give about. you your roses and now. I to sit in this table with my brothers, even if I'm. Yeah. A generation younger, <laughs> and learning from you guys, she, she, she and, and absorbing you guys. No, because I, I, I love it, and absorbing you guys, and learning, <laughs> and, and being honored to hear these stories, and work with the people that I at one point looked up to. So, um, and when Nori gave me that call, it was appreciated, nah, nah, you brother. Know what? You know what? Because you know why? I'm be honest. Um, I really do love love hip hop. And the thing is, we know. I might be that one. I might be that one and only punch that loves love and hip hop from the from this perspective that they don't see. Like I love that ratchet Ma shit and Papoose shit. <laughs> like I love that. You don't understand? Like black love. I've been That's trying. That's a beautiful thing. A lot of y'all. Like I've been, been trying. The fact that I didn't create that shit. <laughs> like I'm, I'm be honest. Like I don't think I don't think Joe Buttons plays himself. I don't think. Harry plays and stuff. No. I, th- I think there's a lot of people that just they just do who they are, and to me that is kind of dope because it's like listen, listen, your version of hip hop is whatever. It's whatever. So if there's a version for you to look at that, but then listen, other version that look and I say, why not? Just don't throw an orange at me, man. It was an apple. <laughs> it was an apple in a marriage boot camp. But I think all just to change. <laughs> go to something else. I'm so sorry. I'm all sorry. of us have 
the next 10, 20, 30 years left in this business. No so doubt. what we yeah. do, how we impact people, how we carry the next person mm. forward, how we continue diversifying, changing the spectrum, being in those boardrooms, understanding equity, understanding business, and being partners, because that's what these past 12 because years of being in the business has taught me, because I didn't go to school for this shit. Because that's what James was talking about earlier. Absolutely. James was like, yo, you know, sometimes I'm embarrassed when I come in the room. And you was absolutely right. You Nothing of what you said was wrong. What? You was what? Like, no, 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 no. That was my truth. So look, when you said, yo, when I go in these rooms and they ask about that, you were right. Like, like, like sometimes it's not the thing to talk about. Like when Tahirim Ari and Young Berg is throwing hot dogs at each other, we don't really want to talk about that in the pool meeting. Like that's not, that's not. Oh, yeah, I don't know, David. I want that. We don't want that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that. Because the reggaeton artist didn't mess with because it's in Prieto. That's why. Take the picture, make some Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG, at DJ EFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. Sierra Leone has some of the world's highest maternal mortality rates. One nurse, Zainab, has not lost a single mother. This Mother's Day, join CARE in supporting maternal health around the world. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.